From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. A little bit later this hour... I'm going to tell you about my excellent weekend. There was uh, something we did that I'm going to tell you all about. We did it on Friday. I fell in love with it. Never thought that I'd be going back so soon. And we went back the next day, Saturday night. So it's something we did on Friday and Saturday night. And I'm going to encourage you any opportunity you have to do the same. Uh, I don't make recommendations lightly. So listen close when we get there. Oh, my gosh. My head is ready to explode. Remember how long we've been saying what a laughable, absolutely joke ripoff scam. This whole thing of calling this Democrat slop, this legislation, the Inflation Reduction Act. When I'm telling you, I heard uh, Will Cain on Fox News. Finally, someone other than me said it. Every single thing the Democrats say and do, the opposite is true. Finally, someone else said it on Saturday. I mean, that's all you have to do is whatever they call it, Affordable Care Act, it's going to be a fortune. Inflation Reduction Act, inflation's going up. It's, it's a lock. I promise you, it's a guarantee Every single time. But this was the great scam, the great pivot. The moment the Senate barely passed it on the tiebreaker with the vice president, immediately, and it's like they all got the memo, the entire Democrat media, other than Fox News, to their credit, they're still calling it the, the Inflation Reduction Act because that, that is what it's called. But if you notice... The entire rest of the media is now calling it a health care and climate change bill or legislation. How about that? It's no longer the Inflation Reduction Act. What is this? Nobody, nobody asked for this. Record hundreds, 400 billion in climate change. When there's Americans right now going to bed hungry, skipping meals. These people are absolutely barking mad nuts, and they couldn't break their arms fast enough patting each other on the back. Here's what I do know. Even Barack Obama said it. You never raise taxes during a recession. Never, ever. Never works. It can't work. So what they've done, they have the poorest And the middle class all having an increase in their taxes during a recession, three months before the midterm election. Republicans must effectively run and jam this down their throats. Now, don't don't think it's over. The media is telling you it's over. But there are a number of Democrats in the House. This will sink them. This will cinch that they're done. 
you have literally 50 vulnerable Democrats, 36 incredibly so. And they're going to have to vote for this thing this week? Oh, if I was running, and I don't want to, but if I was running for a House seat, oh, that would be so much fun to tell the constituents of your district that these crazy Democrats are raising your taxes. Don't let them, oh, corporate, no, don't let them say that. that that's all passed on. That's every single American, basically, that will be getting a tax increase. And here's the really just beautiful part. Get ready for this hell to rain. 87,000 new IRS employees, which will make the IRS bigger than Homeland Security. I think defense included. And two other large cabinet areas. The IRS will be bigger than all of that I mentioned put together. How about that? How does that grab you? And look, this is an outfit. Everything they do is a lie. They are going to be coming after small businesses and regular, ordinary Americans. They're going to come after you and try to crush you and ruin your life, which the IRS can do. Talk to Gary Aldrich. They shut down. His not-for-profit had been flourishing for... 15 or 20 years. I think it was 20. And it complete phony, fake stuff put him in a position where he couldn't raise money, had to shut down the Patrick Henry Center for individual liberty. They went after all kinds of Republicans and non-Democrats, let's say. Remember Lois Lerner and that whole gang? And remember, oh, this is terrible. We're going to have to fire all these people. Every single one of them got their jobs back. Lois Lerner retiring with a handsome six-figure pension for the rest of her life. This, This, honestly, is a scary time in American history. The most corrupt, dirty, they'll weaponize anything. To go after Americans. So I just thought you'd be comforted to know it's no longer the Inflation Reduction Act. The second it was over, all of their co-conspirators all pivoted, and it's now health care and climate change legislation. Do you remember anybody talking about health care and climate change? They were talking about Inflation Reduction Act to bring down the 9.2% inflation. Nobody was talking about health care and climate change. The CBO says the Inflation Reduction Act won't reduce inflation. Now, that is supposedly, when Democrats want to use it, that's supposedly the oracle, the absolute gold standard. Don't listen to politicians. We'll get it scored by the CBO the Congressional Budget Office, and then whatever they say goes, except when it doesn't, when it doesn't aid Democrats. Trust me when I tell you, if the CBO had come out that this is fantastic, it reduces inflation, it's wonderful, it reduces taxes, 
uh, Democrats would be singing that, singing the praises of that. CBO says, quote, Inflation Reduction Act won't reduce inflation. What the hell are we doing it for then? More than 230 respected economists have analyzed the legislation and said it does not reduce inflation and that it raises taxes. Incidentally, as we go into the break, I'm probably only going to have time to say this once. And the reason I'm saying it is because my right eye is stinging right now. I'm minding my own business, had a little bit of a late dinner, which I don't like to do. I don't like eating too close to uh, Betty by time. But this is about 7.15. I go into into my bathroom. I use my mouthwash. I brush my teeth. And leave it to me. You know, I say things happen. Now, maybe this has happened to you. Maybe it hasn't. I'm minding my own business. I put just the right amount of toothpaste on my spin brush, toothbrush. And I don't know what happened. Either the corner of the spin brush hit the edge of the cap while I'm closing the cap. And you couldn't do this if you tried. This was like like a laser-guided drone attack on my right eye. The toothpaste, I never had this happen before. If you want to know if toothpaste stings, if it gets in your eye, I am your new authority on that. It stings like hell. So this little bit of toothpaste shot like it was precision aimed with a scope directly into my right eye. I couldn't close the eye quick enough. Really never saw it coming. But the moment I started feeling something, I blinked, but it was inside already. So about one second later, it's burning like hell. So I wash it out, wash it out, wash it out. I'm going to have to go get one of those things. Let me bring out the word you probably haven't heard in 50 years, a Wyeth. I know, leave it to your trained broadcasting specialist. It used to come on the cap of, I believe, Philip's Milk of Magnesia. And it was a Wyeth. The Wyeth, you fill it with water and you can put that over your, you know, put your eye in it. And then you get the uh, anything that's in your eye out. So I'm rinsing the eye out. It's burning like hell. I had a terrible night's sleep because I kept waking up and the eye was burning and itching. So in case you didn't know, don't get toothpaste on your hand and rub your eye or or do what I did. Uh, have it flick out. Uh, who knows? I still don't exactly know how it happened, but it launched is all I know. And you couldn't you just it could have hit anywhere. Cheek, forehead, nose. Anywhere, mouth, right in the eye. So my right eye, I'm playing injured today. So please be kind to me. Be nice. My right eye is burning. But we'll get by and we'll continue because we don't go on the injured reserve list. We play injured. It's 18 minutes past the hour. I am early in the morning. 
This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5 because of you. South Jersey's number one news talk station. Here's our Fox News commentary. It should be Tommy Lahren. Fox News commentary. Trump wins a key hypothetical matchup in Texas. What does this mean for 2024 and the future of the GOP? I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-328-9696. That's 800-328-9696. 69% of anonymous online ballots, Donald Trump easily won the CPAC Texas straw poll, beating out Florida Governor Ron DeSantis by a lot. DeSantis polled just under 24%. That's lower than his 28% at CPAC Orlando earlier this spring. And quite frankly, this astounds me. Does this mean Donald Trump is getting more popular or could it just be a Texas thing? Either way, we're in for quite the showdown if DeSantis and Trump both throw their hat in the ring for the next election. The two conservative heavyweights are by far and quite frankly, the only strong contenders for the GOP. 2024 nomination, though neither one has officially announced. I'm a proud Trump supporter, but I'd like to see DeSantis be our 24 nominee. My hope is that Trump puts his ego aside and goes all in for DeSantis. But let's be honest, whether it's Ron or Don, anything is better than Joe Brandon. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. The first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I was just dictating something. I was hoping that what I was just saying uh, that was for on air was not coming out in the dictation. And I just barely shut it off in time. All right. Uh, I am so sick and tired of all the bad news that there is out there that I wrote two incredibly, I think, beautiful, positive pieces. Because I really do want to be in the business of uplifting. I've got to tell you the bad news uh, because it's there. It's all around us. But I want to share some good news too. If you have the chance to watch a play presented by the Theater Collaborative of South Jersey, the Gateway Playhouse, I'm urging you to please don't miss the opportunity. The Gateway Playhouse in Summers Point is simply wonderful. We wrote a comprehensive article about the Gateway Playhouse last week, and I felt compelled to now write about my experience because I had been by it a million times. I love Bay Avenue. I go past the Gateway Playhouse all the time, but I now have experienced it. Margie and I, along with numerous other family members and friends, went to this past weekend's Chicago High School Edition. Each of the four performances were sold out with so many negative things going on in American society today. This is one example of everything that is good and right about our humanity as a civilization. The camaraderie of the actors was wonderful to watch. They were so supportive of one another. The atmosphere and energy level in the theater was electric. I was long scheduled to attend the Friday 1 p.m. show. Of Chicago, I loved it so much that I came back the next night for the Saturday 6 p.m. show. 
fortunately, my sister-in-law had a few extra tickets and Margie and I and my son had the opportunity to go back. My daughter Kristen was there and it, it was just fantastic. Uh, John was there. Uh, John's mom and dad were there. Going into the weekend, I had no intentions of attending a second show. The lead roles were played by different young actors for the Friday and Saturday shows, each getting two performances. This spread the wealth was great. And if you attended a show on both days, you had the opportunity to see a, a slightly different take as portrayed by the different lead actors. I was so pleased to see the last performance of Chicago this past Saturday night. At the end of the show, it was beautiful to witness how happy the young actors were. They celebrated. They hugged each other. It was the culmination of a summer gateway to the arts camp, which took place at the Gateway Playhouse Theater. More than 100 children from Atlantic and Cape May counties participated in the intensive six-week camp to prepare for these command performances. Now, the younger actors, we watched those that were 14 to 18 years old. Now, the younger actors, ages 9 to 13, will take to the stage when they present Bye Bye Birdie on Saturday and Sunday this week, August 13 and 14. Showtimes are 1 p.m. and 6 p.m. All four shows are sold out, so I didn't even put in, in my article the gateway ticket box, you know, box office or anything. I've had the opportunity now to get to know a little bit Phil Polito and Katie Calvi. They're the chair and the vice chair of the Theater Collaborative South Jersey Gateway Playhouse. They work very hard, it's apparent, and it appears to be so rewarding. And the other adults, Paul, uh, uh, Paul, uh, uh, it's a different spelling on the last name, but a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, but Phil Polito, Paul Polito is somebody that we grew up with. And if you're listening, Paul, you just got a shout out. Phil Polito, director for both Chicago and Bye Bye Birdie. Karen Clayton is the choreographer. Claire Collins, vocal coach. Kevin McCafferty, technical director. Kathy Ford, musical director for Bye Bye Birdie. And Debbie Rowland, who was on display this weekend, past musical director for Chicago. Polito said to us in response to our personal delight about the Gateway Playhouse, quote, I'm so happy you got to experience the magic of our theater. Our goal of Gateway to the Arts is to empower students to recognize how the role of art, theater, and other related activities can help them to become better citizens in the ever-changing world around them. I grew up on the Gateway stage, so it's a true honor to share my home away from home with so many. We can agree, we can all agree, that our community is a better place because of our unique programs like this, said Polito. Uh, I concur completely. All right, let's take our bottom of the hour break. And we'll be right back. Much more content straight ahead. Wide open forum in the 7 o'clock hour. So get ready with your questions, your comments, your content. Every American, you should be outraged about this, this scam that's being perpetrated. And let me tell you something. Hopefully in the districts where these Democrats, incumbents, are extremely vulnerable, just need to pick off a few. 
maybe, oh, this would just blow their mind if the House didn't pass it. But so much pressure is being brought to bear. And you know how it all works. They tell someone, look, you got to cast this vote. We're never going to have this chance again. It's the biggest climate change scam we're ever going to get to perpetrate on the American people. We're going to get to crush our enemies by weaponizing uh, the IRS and other things. You got to vote for it. And if you get voted out, we've got a job for you. You know, you know, that's happening. I'm so sick that they're basically a criminal syndicate. It's disgusting. So I leave little hope that the House will knock it down for the reasons I said. It's an easy vote. There's nothing courageous about it. It's a cowardly vote. It's a disgusting vote, disgraceful vote. But they they don't ever want. They'll all be taken care of. And they're told this. You will vote for this. And if you lose, we'll take care of you. And they do. You know how many jobs they have? They'll create jobs for these scumbags. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 31 minutes past the hour. Well, one of my articles is the um, that we just fell in love with the Gateway Playhouse this past weekend. Uh, check it out. It's up. And also, I'm very proud of a piece, and we'll be going over this in the 8 o'clock hour. Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds. Big day today in Trenton. And Reader's Choice, we did it with your help. You picked your favorite appetizers in Atlantic and Cape May counties, and we put a nice piece together on the app. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Today is heat wave day seven. The cool down is coming starting on Wednesday, really kicking in Thursday and beyond. Today's high 93. The heat index as high as the triple digit mark. Mostly sunny and breezy. Tonight will be uncomfortably muggy with a low of 78 and a few clouds overhead. Mostly to partly sunny tomorrow, high of 95. Scattered showers and thunderstorms at some point Wednesday. High comes down to 90. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hey, Ma, roof's leaking. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 37 minutes past the hour. Wide open forum coming up in about 20 minutes. 609-407-1450. Please get ready to play. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Will Reynolds, Atlantic County. Uh, I guess I should be technically, I should be precisely accurate. Acting Atlantic County prosecutor. But that goes away today. I don't want to jinx anybody, but this is going to go down. I believe it's going to be unanimous. And today, and we've written an article about it. This is Will Reynolds' big day in Trenton. We're going to visit with Will Reynolds our acting Atlanta County prosecutor, who hopefully whenever this vote takes place, I'm not sure exactly what time, because uh, the committee will, you know, do other things and they'll get to this item and then they'll maybe they'll ask questions. I don't know. Maybe they'll just vote. Uh, so I can't tell you exactly what time it's going to happen, but it's going to happen today. And we'll also be joined by the man who helped make it happen. There's no question about it. If Vince Mazio had won, Will Ren- isn't that ironic? How it, it's incredible how one thing 
has such an impact on other things. If Vince Mazio won, Kim Holmes would be already, oh my gosh, this would have been months ago, would already be, I have nothing against Kim Holmes. I don't know Kim Holmes. I made it my business to learn about her background and everything like that. But I'm for a local, a qualified local that knows this county getting this job. And if you read my piece about Will Reynolds, he doesn't need defending. He's an outstanding qualified candidate for today's advice and consent before the New Jersey Senate. And without Palestina, no, I'm not just bragging or picking up for Vince. He doesn't need it either. He's got the job. But without him, this would be completely, well, this wouldn't be happening. We wouldn't be talking about it. Vince Mazio just would have gone along, got along, and somehow, just like they did with everything else, functionary order taker, whatever, whatever he's told, he does. Shut down the casinos on July 4th. You got it. Say to everybody that casinos are inevitable in North Jersey, so we better get on our knees and beg for the best crumbs that we can get. What, you can live without water for three days. Will you give us a drink on the th- you know third day, last hour? Beg. Instead, we fought and we won. So consequential. Who wins these elections? And I don't know how many people fully understand that. And then the nine o'clock hour will be joined by Mayor Charles Kane. I had such a good time last week. Oh, my gosh. We were talking about all kinds of futuristic stuff, flying cars, all kinds of stuff. All right. So get a load of this one. The New York City mayor, former lawman, crying like a little baby, begging the federal government for help because 14 illegal immigrants were sent by bus. 14. Can you imagine the audacity of these people with what Texas is going through, what Arizona is going through, any border community? And they they all have the same shtick, how it's Republicans using innocent people as political pawns to manufacture a crisis. No, there is a crisis. And I think you're proving the point. You can't handle 14. How would you like regularly thousands every day that in some cases are raping the women Robbing, human trafficking, drug smugglers, MS-13 gang members. Unbelievable. Then they all have the same line, too. All these families didn't want to come here. Well, what are you talking about? Are you putting down, are you uh, Stacey Abrams? Texas is the worst state in America? What do you mean they don't want to come there? Why? You Look where they came from. What are you talking about? And the government ships them wherever they want anyhow. So you're full of it. You're liars. You're all in on it. Oh, they were expecting 40. They got 14. Oh, oh, oh. end of the world. What if you got what if you got 40? What then? Each one, the mayor of D.C. Oh, we need the federal uh, troops. We need a National Guard. Oh, really? Then you're really admitting what a problem this is in Texas and elsewhere. 
that is what you're saying, isn't it? If 14 brings you to tears, brings you to your knees, calling for mommy and the federal government to save you with 14, I could go to New York and and help 14 people. Make a few phone calls. What are they talking about? They're just liars. Hence, liars who lie about lying. There was a quote, and I want to give credit to where credit is due. I think it was Senator Mike Rounds of South Dakota. I'm almost sure. I committed this to memory, but I can't 100% say that it's him, but I think it's him. And he said, you can't spend your way out of inflation or tax your way out of a recession. That is so smart. It's pithy, it's memorable, it's accurate. You can't spend your way out of inflation or tax your way out of a recession. And that's exactly what the Democrats have done here. One other thing before we go to the break, it's unrelated. And I know why, but it still seems odd. Do you ever remember the ocean water temperature being 60 degrees on August 8th. This is usually when it's in the 80s and you're dodging jellyfish. You ever get stung by one of them? That's irritating. But it's 60 degrees. And it is because of the intensive heat, which I think, I think I heard the esteemed WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Chief Meteorologist say we're going to hit 96 today. Let me check my uh, other two friends here. It says 91. Now, now let me go to the Oracle of Dark Sky. Dark Sky has never let me down. Now, Dark Sky has 90. Because I'm at Broadcast Center right now, it's showing Northfield. 90 degrees. I know. I heard, Well, I guess that's in another part of the state. Tomorrow, 93. Whew. Hot stuff. And it looks like finally, I know there's a chance, very little chance, 12% chance today, 17% chance tomorrow. By Wednesday, 77% chance of rain. On Thursday, 86% chance of rain. Let me see what times. But not for long. On Wednesday, it's 3 to 5 p.m. And then from 9 to 11 p.m. That's how I like our rain. Let me go back to... Let me go to Thursday now. Oh, yeah, Thursday is going to be from midnight, 11 p.m. actually, into midnight into the next day, Thursday, until 7 a.m. Then there'll be a break from 7 to 9. Then more rain, light rain. It's all light rain. It's never going to be heavy. From 9 to 1 p.m. Then it's 2% chance of rain and 0% chance for Saturday and Sunday and Monday of next week. And boy, I'll tell you, this weekend, there's no clouds 85 the high on Friday, 
only a 2% chance of rain. 80 degrees on Saturday, 81 on Sunday, 82 on Monday. What a great weekend coming up. 46 minutes past the hour. We'll be back in just a little bit. Open forum coming up in just over 15 minutes. 609-407-1450. I'm broadcasting with one eye today. Right eye is burning out of my socket. Toothpaste injury. Don't ask me. It happened. Uh, Eight o'clock hour, Will Reynolds, Atlanta County Acting Prosecutor. Hope the prosecutor won't hold my my Cyclops appearance against me today. Uh, And Senator Palestina and then Mayor Charles Kane in the nine o'clock hour. Call me Patch. Patch Hurley today. Hurley in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Markley, Van Camp and Robbins this afternoon at one. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 52 minutes past the hour. Let me tell you a little bit about Will Reynolds. Because you no doubt have heard about him because he really has made an instant impact. He's been all throughout the county attending all kinds of events, meet and greet events. The team has been out all over the um the 23 municipalities of Atlanta County. Atlanta County acting prosecutor Will Reynolds will travel to Trenton today and appear before all 40 state senators. I'm sure he'll be introduced by Senator Palestina. It's his confirmation day. It's a big day. The senators will be exercising their supreme role of advice and consent. Rarely do you ever find the exact right person for a key position. This is why And you know my position on these things. I don't endorse many candidates for anything anymore. They're just not worth it. But there are rare exceptions. And I made one in Will's case. So uniquely qualified, such a good man, that I got on board very, very early. And not only on this program, but in pieces that we wrote and communications that I personally uh, had with Governor Murphy that I thought that Will Reynolds would be perfect in this position. He possesses all of the attributes, the prerequisites that you'd want to see. His prosecutorial background at the local level is extensive. Brigantine, Estelle Manor, Egg Harbor Township, Galloway Township, Ventnor, Summers Point, Port Republic. And he did work as a conflict prosecutor in Atlantic City, Northfield Linwood, Hamilton Township. Absecon and Pleasantville. I I haven't seen someone do that many local stints in in my 31 years now on air. As acting Atlanta County Prosecutor Reynolds has been everywhere. He has also quickly earned the buy-in from his staff, which is always hard for the new guy to achieve. The Atlanta County Prosecutor's team has been making appearances all over the county at various events. Reynolds himself has been known to spend eight-plus hours personally responding to a call or to be at these events that they're at. His staff has noticed his proactivity and willingness to roll up his sleeves and work alongside his team. You also can't overstate how important Senator Vince Palestina has been during the nomination of Reynolds. It would, simply put, it would not have happened without Senator Palestina. 
Palestina has forged a very positive and effective working relationship with New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, his chief of staff, George Helmy, and other Murphy administration personnel. It's been built upon demonstrating mutual respect and trust. The initial lead candidate, Kim Holmes, for Atlanta County Prosecutor, is a fine individual. I don't know her, but from everything I've heard. However, she's not from Atlanta County, and the fit wasn't there. Palestina spent many months negotiating behind the scenes to help win Reynolds' nomination from Governor Murphy. He achieved it. Palestina's Senate colleagues should take a lesson from him. The art of successful negotiations comes from building a relationship and demonstrating that you are willing to cross the political aisle in the best interests of your citizens. About Reynolds' nomination, Palestina told us, quote, Since taking office, a primary focus has been on the best possible candidate to assume the role of Atlanta County Prosecutor. Every person I've spoken with regarding Will Reynolds, regardless of party affiliation, has agreed that he is the best person to take on this position. Will will bring dignity and honor to the office, and I look forward to him assuming the role with the governor's nomination and, of course, with the advice and consent. Right now, acting as of today, that, that, that goes, and he'll, he'll be fully in the position. The only thing I don't know, and, and I know that uh, Reynolds and Senator Palestina can clear it up, does he start a five-year appointment, or is it still part of Tyner's unexpired term? I think he gets the full five years in any event. Reynolds told us, quote, I am most grateful to Governor Murphy for the trust and confidence he has placed in me. I am humbled by the incredible opportunity and the countywide bipartisan support throughout the nominating process. I'll work tirelessly to protect the citizens of Atlantic County and do justice for all. I cannot wait to go to work. During a recent on-air interview with us, Reynolds thanked both Governor Murphy and Senator Palestina for their support. I confidently predict that Reynolds will receive a unanimous 40 to 0 Senate confirmation vote in his favor today. Two minutes before the top of the hour, Nikki Haley um, is an interesting character. The former ambassador to the United Nations made an excellent point, and it's true. The midterm elections are a make-or-break moment for Republicans. They have to win at least the House. And there is a decent chance. I mean, look, if they hold all their seats, all they have to do is pick up one. But right now, things such as Oz in Pennsylvania, I'm going to tell you something. If Oz loses to that creepy-looking unkept sweatshirt hoodie wearing i don't know who this guy is lieutenant governor fetterman if he loses to him the guy's running out of his basement with undisclosed health problems had a stroke look i I wish him well and everything but how how in the world can you be trailing this guy oz was fantastic during the primary maybe because he had trump lifting him up he's been awful as the general election candidate as the republican nominee 
Herschel Walker is getting a bad rap. I think Herschel Walker will beat Raphael Warnock. Now, he's on the ballot before the federal seats come before the state. So so Herschel Walker has to do this. You know, if you were voting for Kemp and you just stayed with Walker underneath, that'd be great. But it doesn't work that way. Walker and Warnock will be up on the ballot before you get to governor. But if Herschel Walker wins, there's a really good chance. Now, of course, Toomey is a Republican, so Fetterman wins. That's a pickup on the Democrat side. All right, more about that later when we have time. Won't be today. We're jammed. 609-407-1450. Wide Open Forum begins right now. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Six minutes past the hour. Wide Open Forum begins right now, 609-407-1450. be interesting to hear what you want to talk about. There's a lot, obviously, uh, on the table right now. The, the artist formerly known as the Inflation Reduction Act is now health care and climate change legislation see how they work see how they do that they get you now i think if they came out and said we're going to spend 700 and some billion dollars remember it was 300 and some billion dollars they were just leaving out 400 billion for climate change they're just they lie about everything it is stunning how incredibly dishonest they are and they will go down make no mistake about it what they have done these democrats in two years with all this spending is devastating schumer said something like this is going to affect our country for decades to come yeah no blank sherlock no kidding you're darn right it will we'll never be able to pay this back they they have taken the country to insolvency wait and see i'm serious at the rate we're going unless the midterm elections can stave off what they're doing this country could literally cease to exist in a scary few years to come you just you can't you can't go on like this it's completely unsustainable the democrats in our country are playing the exact playbook as venezuela venezuela at one point what were they something like the third most prosperous economy in the hemisphere and you know what they turned into no food no power in the dark eating their dogs unbelievable what they're doing three months before a midterm election and even barack obama knew you don't raise taxes during a recession they have raised taxes i don't care what they say they're lying they have raised taxes on the middle class and the poor every single american is getting a tax increase and what was the expression 
that I, the uh, senator said, you can't spend your way out of inflation or tax your way out of a recession. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Mr. Hurley, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Very well. Thanks for asking. Good, good. Your comments on the gateway were really timely, and they are, it's the truth. It Uh, is a a great experience. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I equated really a lot of it to Cape May, the theaters down there. We're going up to Seaview, um, I think it is. I wish I could think of the place Margie and I went to where we saw Eve Plum, who was Jam Brady, and they did uh, the Surflight. Did you ever hear of the Surflight Theater? Yes. Yep. Oh, they're fantastic. And let me tell you another one that's great. And we are actually going. I bought tickets over the weekend. Uh, the Lavoie Theater. I haven't been back to the Lavoie since we saw the amazing Kreskin, who, by the way, this was very cool. I called Kreskin over the weekend. It was Saturday. Margie was right there when I placed the call. And we had the greatest conversation. And then about 10 minutes later, he called me back. And we had another conversation. Uh, so we're going back to the scene of the crime. I told him we're going back to the Lavoie Theater where he, he performed so well. But there is some I have to say there is something about the theater and local theater that I don't have a lot of experience with. But as I mentioned, I went to um, the surf light and I've been to a few and I will tell you, it took me exactly one performance to fall in love with the gateway theater that I've driven by hundreds of times. It really is great. Is that the Savoy in Millville? No, the Savoy is a restaurant, and they do a lot of events there. We used to have actually our officials, basketball officials banquet, the Levoy, Lavoy or Levoy Theater in Millville. The Savoy is in Vineland, I believe. Um, totally different place. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Uh, the other thing, uh, the inversion of water temperature. Yes. I don't know if our little friends have started all their digging and blasting out front, but I'm wondering if they could have hit one of our aquifers. That would change the water temperature drastically. Really? If they did. With the size of the ocean? Wow. Um, No. What they believe it is, with extreme heat, comes the opposite with the temperature. And you use the term inversion. So you have a situation where it's 90 some degrees outside with a heat index over 100. And yet the water a couple of weeks ago was 58. Now it's 60. I just don't remember that ever being the case in the first week of August ever. Very, very unusual. I've never heard of it. The other thing, with the 87,000 auditors showing up in Washington... I cannot think of any other institution that needs it more than the federal government. A 100% audit that they've never had before, but it might just clean off the shelves a little and give us a better insight into what the hell that town is all about. Because right now we don't know anything about it the financial structure of how it exists, why it exists. 
and where all this money keeps flowing to and from. It's crazy. But it would be one training session for 87,000 auditors. Wow. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, we have we have so much work to do in this country, and some of it can get started after the first of the year. The Senate, if it doesn't change hands, then, of course, it will be the same 50-50 Vulcan death match. And we still have the um, the, the sort of president uh, that we have that seems to be not present at all times or very often at all. So really what what I see is three months and then America makes change. That really puts the Democrats on a short leash, although they're still capable of anything, even after getting thrown out. And they're going to get blown out in the House big time, at least 25 to 30 some seat pickup. They're still capable of doing more painful things, even after getting thrown out. Once Republicans take over the House, that's where every spending measure originates. Biden will be stuck with reconciliation, his phone, his you know veto, whatever he's got, uh, executive orders. And then in two years, and that keeps him on a shorter leash because the Democratic agenda will have been summarily rejected, then we have to win. This much I will promise. If we're, I promise we win the House, and I can't promise we're going to win the Senate because it's too close, it's too in doubt, and there's a couple of bad candidates, unfortunately, it seems, uh, just like when we had O'Donnell and Peep Sharon Angle and people like that. Uh, but I do know this. In 2024, Republicans will win the Senate. So it's either going to happen in a few months or it will happen in two years. But I do know this. The next time Republicans have the White House and both houses we need to drop the hammer and set in place things that cannot be changed ever again or easily because what these Democrats have set us up for is a horrific path of, of really ruination is where we're at. I've got to run. Uh, we're going to get to your calls right after the break. You'll be next. Please don't go away. You'll be right after that. It's early in the morning at 15 minutes past the hour. Here's my good friend, Sean Hannity. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. I know they're struggling with their own economic issues, but I don't see it the way he sees it. I think China has been building up their military. They want to be the dominant country on the face of the earth, and they've they've made no bones about it. They're doing it out in the open, and the saber-rattling has been real, and it's been consistent, and, you know, the world ought to be taking note. Now, I go back to my theory. If you want to if you want to accept that China is now being this aggressive towards Taiwan, the way they were towards Hong Kong and the crackdown there, and they're going to fulfill their territorial ambitions. And, you know, Joe Biden's not going to lift a finger, nor is any other country going to lift a finger. So what is the best way to combat China? It's financially. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Senator Vince Palestina and acting Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds joining us uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. Wide Open Forum continues right now at 609-407-1450. We have just one open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Oh, um, I just want to let you know about uh, a carburetor that was developed in the 70s. It was in Reader's Digest, and the two fellas invented it, and they got 50 miles to the gallon of gas. Now, the Arabs offered them $50 million, and they, they turned them down. And guess what happened to the two guys? They disappeared from the face of the earth. Wow. I know somebody that actually created, it appears, I mean, I, I never was able to completely validate it, but a combustion engine that basically ran on water. And evidently, it was uh, great controversy that that unfolded, and a lot of um, uh, bad news for this individual. You know what happens a lot of times? People come up with great things, and big companies buy them, and you know what they do with the the invention or whatever it is or the product? They just shelve it. They buy yeah. you out to silence you. And then you sign a non-disclosure agreement. Your technology doesn't get used. It doesn't, um, you know, what they call that a person that can do that kind of thing is a disruptor. I don't mean that the way that some people would take that word. I mean it in the literal business sense. Uh, they'll t- tell you people like even Elon Musk is a disruptor. Uh, so that kind of stuff happens all the time. You can have a great idea and there's a lot of money on the table. They'll buy your product and shelve it. Yeah, they, well, I can't. I still. There's still all the all the different size uh, inches that they've developed to try and and uh, increase gas mileage has nowhere near fifty miles per gallon. No, nope. I mean, you could, well, yeah. look. I mean, there is a there is a thing that's done too. They they want the combustion engine, and part of it is performance. You could make a combustion engine get a hundred miles a gallon. Uh, but the performance wouldn't be there the way that we have it now. And as you know, catalytic converters and all these different things that they do, they want it to only get a certain miles per gallon because it's all part of the um, uh, the, the, the economy of scales. Mm. Well, uh, that's about all I have to say right. about that. Good subject, call. But, but what's happening? Okay. Oh, thank you. Did you have something else? Have a good day. Okay. Well, yes, I did. Yeah, go. Go. I did. Yeah. Why? Why is? Why is this? You know, if this is this what's going on? What's happening now with our country? Yeah. Uh, a couple of hundred years ago, they, these guys would have been murdered. 
I mean, the Democratic Party would have been shot. Well, they would be so disgusted. It would never happen. I mean, they fought so hard for this country. It would make them sick if they saw what the Democrats have done. How could how could how could so many people be on 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 such a stupid I know it's true. Well, we're 50 50 divided. And that's been a problem since the election of 2000, where Democrats just have lost their minds ever since. And you look at it this way. They'll even vote against their own self-interest. Who does that? I mean, that's just crazy. They will vote to to the gallows. They'll vote to to ruination. Uh, they, They leave states that they've ruined and they go vote the same crazy way when they get to a good state. I mean, it's it is cognitive dissonance. It is, I believe, it's a sickness. What can you say? How, how, how why would people vote against their self-interest? Why do African American voters vote ninety-five percent Democrat when Trump was the best thing that ever happened, wage-wise and in so many other ways? Uh, Obama was a terrible president for African Americans. Biden's the worst. Trump was outstanding, and he was making great inroads. That's why they invented and lied that he's a racist, and I can promise you he's not. And you could go to all these different things. Jewish voters, why do they vote 80-some percent Democrat? You you can't figure out what doesn't make sense. All you can say is it does exist, and I've written it off as cognitive dissonance. People who are willing to vote against their own self-interest, and they get very angry when you show them how stupid it is what they're doing. How can you continue to do this? election after election after election why do jews that live abroad but can still vote in america vote conservative and why do the jews that live here uh year round why do they vote eight eight and a half out of ten uh for democrats i mean there's no explaining it but it exists it, it's sad it, but it's true you can't deny it welcome to hurley in the morning you're on the air good morning harry Oh, my goodness. Marilyn, you have returned. I was away. I had a lovely hip operation for months, and I'm recuperating. I'm all right now. I walk with a walker like an old lady, but I I must tell you something. I call this talk happy things, not about politics. Good. Because the day that Biden overturned everything Trump did, I got nauseous. I want to talk about the the, the whole fame game yesterday. I, did you? I know you saw it with the Phillies. It was beautiful. I know you saw it, right? Well, you knew wrong because it's something I would normally watch, but yesterday uh, it wasn't in the cards. Now that doesn't mean I didn't follow. I know that Pete Rose was there. Now we got a big ovation. I know they were all ribbing each other. So I did make it my business to look into it, but I did not get the opportunity to watch it. And the Yankees are my favorite team. Uh, so I'm not real invested uh, in the Phillies, but I was invested in that particular era uh, with Schmidt and Boa and Luzinski and, and when Pete Rose joined the team and they won the world championship. So I didn't see it, but I did catch up on all the goings on. Well, I've been, excuse me, I've been in a lot. I mean, I get out, but pardon me, <clears throat> but I watched the Phillies whenever they're on and it was so nostalgic. Yeah. Seeing all the great guys yeah. from the 80s. I heard they were in the broadcast booth, too, uh, announcing. Yes, Bob Boone. And, and Pete Rose. And Luzinski. Let me tell you, Peter, they were all, they all had their food and everything. And he was, let me tell you, he was a great player, 
and it was 50 years ago, but he is still as feisty as ever. He wasn't real friendly, but he talked his mind. But he is Pete Rose. Yeah, but- and, I, and by the way, he's his own worst enemy, and that's why, and I like Pete Rose. I know him a little bit. That's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Mike Schmidt had it all worked out. He was going to get reinstated. He was going to be in the Hall of Fame in his last eligibility year. Now, he could get reinstated and put in later, I guess, by the um, the, the Veterans Committee. But uh, he, he just, he can't help himself. It takes years. You know, it's a, it's a shame because a lot of them are ready now, but they won't, they won't vote them in. They wait till they're half dead to put them in there. But it was... Anyway, it was such a happy... Uh, first of all, I, I, what I wanted to ask you or tell you is I understand about your your, your eye because that happened to me, not with the eye, <laughs> uh, but, but with the tongue. That cold, it was, I hate to say it, Colgate. And, every, and I do use toothpaste, but it burns your tongue in the morning, my tongue. Yeah, so I don't have the problem with that, uh, but I will tell you it definitely burns the eye. Uh, if anybody's picking up on that, I was teasing about an hour and 15 minutes ago. I took a little flick of toothpaste that like like a blazer beam got shot right into my right eye and it burns like heck. And, you know, every morning when you get old, you have, oh, my God, one thing after another. Every morning now, it's like uh, I'm like a ritual. I have to go into the ladies room and take a big thing of toilet paper with cold water and put it on my eye when I wake up because it like hurts. It's crazy what happened. But anyway, I want to tell you something else. I was away for a long time, and I came back to an apartment, a condo. I live in, you know, one room, really nice. Everything was brand new. This is what my landlord did to me. And he did for me, not to me. I thought that was so nice. And there were so many wonderful, kind people, aside from all this horrific stuff going on in the world. It's true. And that's what I like to about oh that's perfect i've got to run to the break marilyn but it is so good to hear your voice and you sound strong and well so call me again and i appreciate the call thanks one open phone line because i just freed it up at 609-407-1450 don't go away on the phone lines we're coming right back to your calls we have the entire second half of today's seven o'clock hour we have will reynolds acting atlanta county prosecutor uh new jersey senator vince palestina coming up in about 35 minutes and Mayor Charles Kane, the Auto Plaza at English Creek in today's 9 o'clock hour. A lot to do. Let's continue with your phone calls at 609-407-1450. One open phone line. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories. There's a whole lot more than that. But here are three that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds, big day in Trenton. Read all about it. We've got the preview. I fell in love with the Gateway Playhouse this past weekend. Ah, just loved it. We're going back this Saturday. And Reader's Choice, you picked your favorite appetizers in Atlantic and Cape May counties. Read all about it on the app. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Today is pretty much a repeat of yesterday. Ferociously hot, disgustingly humid, mostly sunny with the slightest chance of a pop-up shower. High temperature 93, the heat index up to 100. It'll be mostly sunny and breezy. Pretty uncomfortable tonight, low 78 with a few clouds. Mostly to partly sunny tomorrow. High 95, the heat index as high as 105. 
Scattered showers and thunderstorms likely at some point Wednesday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Do you have questions? Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. 38 minutes past the hour, wide open forum continues, 609 407 open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the morning, you're on the air. Hey, my name is Charles. Uh, I work at a car dealership in Egg Harbor Township. I'm just kind of wondering why the motor vehicle service in Atlanta County, the only one in Atlanta County, I cannot go and register my vehicle or my trailer or anything else that I would like to register. I know, it's terrible. I mean, I'll give you the reason that I've been told. They have different offices that are doing different things to get people in and out quicker. Now, what I remember very vividly, and uh, Joe Cafiro did a great job in doing this, they were never better. Before the pandemic, they were never better at getting you in and out on things like registration and stuff like that. Very easy. The other thing, and I don't know um, about for the trailer, but I do mine the registration online. It's effortless. It's it's a pleasure. I, I do skip the trip on the uh, on the driver's license. I was very pleased when they actually let me do it one more time for another four years because obviously you start to have a photo that if you have it for more than say eight years, twelve. I'm going to have one for twelve years. Fortunately, uh, God's been good to me, and I still look like I do. But uh, I'm not saying great, but I'm saying the picture still looks like me. Um, so I do all those things, which I know you're in a business you know about. But again, if you're a dealer, then a lot of times you're doing like many of these things all at one time. Uh, unfortunately, and for reasons that confound me, what was improving, even with some of the privatization improving, has turned out to be very inconvenient, as you know. So... We're supposed to be getting rid of global warming, emissions, all this other stuff. So I have this trailer. It cannot be registered online. I have to go to a motor vehicle service, which is a vehicle center. Yeah. So I have to drive all the way from Egg Harbor Township all the way up to Manahawkin. How is that saving the planet? Oh, it's terrible. Nonetheless, you, you, you probably got people that are trying to get their lives back together. So now you can go to EHT Cardiff for a license. But to register your vehicle that you just bought from somebody, you have to take a bus all the way to Manahawkin. They're probably destroying people's lives. Yeah, if not destroying, hurting and making it very inconvenient. I mean, and probably making people have to skip part of a day of work. I'm not sure. Maybe you know, Charles, are they open on Saturday? I mean, if you were working Monday through Friday, could you go there to Manahawkin on a Saturday? We used to have it. I've been so fortunate. I haven't had to go to motor vehicle I'm actually uh, not looking forward to. I'm going to do it. I want to do this real uh, license, this real ID thing. Uh, I've just been putting it off. I have a passport, so it's not the end of the world. Um, But like right on my driver's license, I don't know about yours, but has one here. This is not a real ID. So I'm going to get my points together and whatever aggravation and time I have, wherever I have to go, I understand you have to make an appointment. Uh, But when things should be easier, things have never been harder. And that's not just in the motor vehicle. You can't, you cannot, everything you do, if you're going to fly a plane, 
you almost have to build at least an extra day in between your return to work because you you don't have confidence that you're going to be back on time or that you're going to take off on time and things you want from the store. Margie and I went to a very famous store. You couldn't get eggs. You couldn't get – I mean it was astounding how how many things were not available. It's our country's broken right now, Charles, but you already know that. So the the more aggravating part is the fact that I'm pretty much staring at the motor vehicle service. Right. And uh, you know, I could throw a rock and hit it right now. Yeah. So But but yet it's not there for what you need it for. Hour away. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. What is so wrong with just opening a couple of appointments to just let us use or motor vehicle service. Now, the well, other- once the pandemic was over, they should fully staff the office. That will help everyone, including them. So I've actually been fighting this war for a long time. And um, I've actually talked to Vince Palestina. Um, he told me about a pop-up motor vehicle service that was in Summers Point. He's helped me out a lot. Um, they actually wrote a letter to the commissioner of the motor vehicle service asking them Unfortunately, she has stepped down to go to the Biden administration for, I think, Assistant Secretary of Defense. Um, so I guess we got to wait for them to put somebody else into that position. I'm just hoping. By the way, that inspires confidence from DMV to Assistant Secretary of Defense. I mean, that was, I just want you to know, Charles, I listen and, and words mean things. That was hilarious to hear. Good luck. Good luck there. So I, I just I just want to say thank you, um, Vince Palestina his office, Joe Berg, everybody. Yeah. I appreciate everything. I'm asking if Phil Murphy has anything to do with this, if, if he could help us out, help New Jerseyans out, lower our carbon footprint, help us get our lives back together, just open the, the motor vehicle service up again. Yeah, I'm with you, Charles. I'm going to run. I've got to get my last break in, but I mean, you're not going to get any disagreement from me. A motor vehicle office should give people in that particular area the services that they need you shouldn't have to go an hour away to register 45 minutes away hour away whatever it is depending on where you live uh for to to register your your boat trailer you know you just shouldn't have to or if it's a a a trailer for a business or whatever uh charles good luck i'm gonna follow up and see if perhaps as we go from pandemic to endemic uh if there will be an, an acknowledgement that we should staff things the way that they used to be but remember and, and I never thought I would see it to this degree. Stores that I, I would say for 25 years, I never waited in a gas line for 25 years because things were open 24 hours a day. Then they weren't. Then the store I used to go to, and it made me change a lot of my habits. Uh, I used to get certain things every morning. Now I buy them in bulk and I prepare them ahead of time for the week. So that's actually good from a, uh, an economy standpoint. But multiple stores that used to be open 24 hours a day are not. Uh, the gas stations are not. I understand there's not enough customers and uh, people are cutting back. But I saw it really is indicative of that this has been going on for a long time. I saw a Facebook post. A woman was cutting her, her lawn in front of her house in a lawnmower that had a bubble over it. And was air conditioned. This was in the 1950s. Air conditioned lawnmower. Where'd that go? I mean, everything that was 
for some cockamamie reason, can't be anymore. And it is maddening. All right, our next callers, you know who you are. You'll be next up. You'll be right after that. Hang in there. Don't go away. It is early in the morning at 46 minutes past the hour. In about 20 minutes, you're acting, and soon that title will be taken away, and he'll be just your Atlanta County Prosecutor, Will Reynolds, the man that uh, Charles in Egg Harbor Township was just talking about. Senator Vince Palestina will be with us uh, coming up in about 20 minutes. And Mayor Charles Kane, another Charles in EHT that's in the car business. This is a great day. I'm loving it. We'll be back. Don't go away. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. 51 minutes past the hour. Phone lines are open. Well, one is at 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, Harry. I wonder if you could give me an update on the uh, no-smoking efforts of the casinos. I think it's in trouble. And I remember early on when I said that, I had a lot of people that were like, no, 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 it's all good. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, my experience of more than three decades doing this every day of the week is that when you hear nothing, no news is not good news. It's bad news. Nobody's talking about it. It appeared to have the votes. It appeared to be on the on the route to fast track. Uh, once Steve Sweeney was defeated, it seemed like nothing would stop it. Even I believed that it was done because so many people had talked about that they were going to do it, but that Steve Sweeney wouldn't post it. So, you know, if they don't do it, then they're frauds because they said they were going to do it. But I, I think that the um, the casinos have done a very, very good job with showing how economically detrimental it will be. And with New York casinos coming on board and, and listen, it's going to be a very rough economy. Nobody's uh, uh, paying attention to it, but uh this shoulder season and all season, you're going to be seeing layoffs and all kinds of things. I don't think it's going to happen. Do you think you can ask Senator Palestino what the really deep down, you know, dirt is about it? Yeah, I think I just told you, but yeah, I'll ask him. Uh, everybody was in a hurry to do it until they weren't, which means people got to people and said that this is bad. Don't do it. Don't do it right now. And that's been how it's been so successful uh, because you just kick the can for years and years and years, and the carve out for the casinos has stayed. They have a point. They're, they're, I, I lived it for 10 years, and I don't think the behavior has changed uh, with those who want to imbibe and smoke and gamble. And if you take away one of those, they don't like it. So I, I, I will ask the senator, um, but I, I think I'm qualified to to give you a pretty good answer. Uh, now, who knows? Maybe it's been delayed for some good reason. That's not usually the case. Uh, if this was going to happen, I would have thought it would have happened before now. Uh, and there, at, at, as you call this morning, it's because you haven't heard anything about this. There was a period in time 
where this was a front of mind or I guess they call it top of mind uh, issue that people were talking about. Writers were writing about talk show hosts were talking about uh, TV uh, personalities were, were talking about it on their platforms. And then all of a sudden it got very quiet, didn't it? It did, and it was very encouraging up until the point that it became almost loose. Yeah. You know. Oh, it was uh, it was so encouraging because it has the votes allegedly, and there's now not uh, a speaker uh, or a Senate president that will block it from coming up. It's it's pretty much I think bottled up by um, an industry that has effectively lobbied the detriment of doing this right now. I think they're winning at the moment. And it's all about money in the end, I know. Well, yeah, be, well, but but that's not evil, though, because that feeds people, pays mortgages. Uh, I can guarantee you, if you do away with smoking, and look, I have two parents that died of endocarcinoma of the lung. I despise smoking. Every day I felt like I was living in an ashtray uh, when I worked for 10 years in the industry. You couldn't even think about wearing a suit more than once or anything. It was just dry cleaner right after one one time so i hate smoking but i i i'm i'm honest if you if you do away with it then i can't tell you how many but there will be a substantial number of people that will actually lose their job because of it well i can only hope that somebody cares enough to stop it well uh let's see uh there's nothing stopping them now you know, they had Steve Sweeney to blame all these years. He's not here anymore, and, and it's been quite a while. And they haven't done anything different than he did, except act like they were going to pass it. Uh, but it certainly has slowed down tremendously. I will uh, talk to the senator about it. I don't know if I'm going to mix it in with Will Reynolds, because I don't think that's fair to the prosecutor. But if Vince is listening and he brings it up, uh, it'll happen today. And if not, it will happen very soon. So we'll um, we'll stay close on this. And thanks for calling in. I don't think it's looking good at the moment. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hey, Harry. Um, uh, I, I know uh, I'm, I'm, this is a pretty big uh, matcha ball, but uh, let's start out with um, you're, you're big on lying about military service, as, as we all should. And um, I remember you were threatened that you're going to have to move, five, not three, but five states yes. away. Um, because somebody was lying about their military service. Because I was watching TV, and I, and I saw Lindsey Graham, and I saw uh, Blumenthal up there, and uh, Blumenthal doesn't know whether he, he wants uh, Joe Biden to run again. But, you know, he, he, he's the one that claimed, like, he saved five soldiers, like, you know, he jumped on a live grenade uh, over in Vietnam, and then found out he never left stateside. So he should not even be representing anybody in this country for lying. And by the way, he, what he did, there was not a problem. And what the other guy did that you, you found, your service is just fine, but you shouldn't embellish it when you don't have to. Um, oh, but I, I said from the beginning, his service was honorable and, and good enough. Uh, it's when you say you're a Green Beret and the records are sealed and, you know, so, we, you know, and then what happened is uh, the government unsealed all those records and then the, the posers uh, were caught and he was one of them. 
And uh, you, it was it was one morning, and you had Kirk on as usual Tuesday. And I remember when I called in, and I asked you and Kirk, in the history of the world, has anybody been able to tax their way to prosperity? And both you and Kirk was a resounding no. And Bob called in no, and I even think Seth Grossman said no. Um, so, <laughs> what makes they're going to be able to do it with? And it's always the opposite, like you say. Whatever they say, it's always. The opposite. And the thing that made me laugh the most was Carmella. She always has to explain what she's doing. Like, now I'm going to sign this. And, you know, know, she's going to sign this. And this will break the tie. And, you know, the passage of time. And and I am the vice president. And she has to say that three times at least. And when I vote, I will break a 50-50 tie because it was a tie. And when I cast my vote, it won't be a tie. I broke the tie. I mean, it's, it's so embarrassing. It, it's 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 like a bad it's like a bad nightmare. Uh, it is a bad nightmare. But you know, the passage of time. Someday this will pass. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. Take care. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Can we get in one more call? Oh, I think we can. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air, Mr. Hurley. Good morning. Um, this is off the blackboard again. Um, the individuals in Washington that are introducing our children to a walk on the wild side, which they designated to the teachers to carry through for them, I think it's time these people get investigated. Well, good luck. Uh, I've got to run to the break, so I'll give you the short answer. Your mic is still on, but we've got to go quick. Will Reynolds, Atlanta County Acting Prosecutor, New Jersey Senator Vince Palestina, joining us in six minutes right after the break. My answer is this. The only people that get in, look at Hunter Biden. Look at what multiple intelligence agencies and law enforcement agencies have done. They have had absolutely criminal proof. I mean, on countless uh, issues, and they do nothing. They only go after who they want to go after. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. Thank you for waking up early in the morning. Thank you for making WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. All because of you, and we know it. All right, we've got two, two Newsmaker Line guests right now. And we're going to give the senator the first comment because, you know, to be honest, without Senator Palestina, this moment would not be happening. Someone else many, many months ago, and no no disrespect, you don't lift someone else up by tearing anyone else down, uh, no disrespect, but it would without Senator Palestina, clearly, I can say this 100%, it would have been a different person becoming the Atlanta County prosecutor today, uh, showing you that elections do indeed have consequences. And the people that we entrust in our representative republic make these decisions on our behalf. And you have to give Palestina his due. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, independent, unaffiliated alike. Uh, He has been 
spectacular in terms of not only the caliber, the quality of the nominees, but also being able to get his nominees uh, through the process, which is more work than we mere citizens could ever know how much goes into this. So we have the acting Atlanta County prosecutor. I'm not going to say that anymore. That acting word is going to be gone in a few hours. Acting Atlanta County prosecutor Will Reynolds is here. And New Jersey Senator Vince Palestina is here as well. Senator, you get the first comment. This must be a very gratifying day for you. It is, Harry. And uh, good morning to everyone. And uh, thanks for the time. And uh, good morning, Will. It's a, a great day for Atlanta County, obviously, as you just said. Now, a lot of time, a lot of effort, uh, but this was one of the most, if not the most important things I think that I could have uh, taken on as Atlanta County Senator, because as you've seen with uh, Will being able to hit the ground running, because he had the experience, he had the familiarity with the people around here, he knew all the local police departments, he knew the people in the judiciary around here, and so... You know, no disrespect to anyone, but I thought it was so critical at this point in time to have someone who was local, who had relationships here, who was going to be able to step into that office, get the ship righted, and do the things that are necessary as the top law enforcement official in Atlanta County. I think the first uh, nine, ten weeks here, whatever it has been, as the acting Atlanta County prosecutor, Will Reynolds has done that. And I can promise all of your listeners out there, all of the people of Atlanta County, there are many, many more better things to come with him as the Atlanta County prosecutor. So, you know, this is going to be one of the best days that I will have in Trenton uh, just because it did take so much time and effort to get here. I'm incredibly uh, happy that we were able to get it done, incredibly grateful to Governor Murphy, to George Helmy as chief of staff, to Justin Braz and Tim Hillman, the legislative contacts, and everyone who was involved in this. It was a lot of time, a lot of effort, but I think we got the right person. I know we got the right person and just really looking forward to working with Will, working with everybody from a law enforcement perspective to make sure we are doing the things here in Atlanta County that are necessary to deal with some of the challenges we have. Before we bring the prosecutor in on the conversation, and Will, your mic is on acting Atlanta County prosecutor Will Reynolds is here. I wrote it this morning. I have spoken it this morning, and I want to make sure because if I'm wrong, I will correct it on air, and I will correct the uh, the column that I wrote for our digital platform. This was heading in a completely different direction before your election as senator, correct, Senator Palestina? No. Uh, oh, without question, and even in fact, after I was uh, selected and elected, and I won the election. November 8th, I went there a week later and uh, met with the governor's staff, and they told me it was going in a different direction. They wanted somebody different, uh, and they were prepared to nominate the person that they were looking to nominate. And so, you know, just, again, not from the area, didn't have the relationships down here. It is not, was certainly not going to be able to hit the ground running like Will has. And so, you know, without us winning that election, without us being there to have a voice, uh, it would have definitely gone uh, to a different person. You know, I think Will, as I said, is the right person at the right time just because he has been here his entire life, grew up in Brigantine, and it was a municipal prosecutor all over this county, has so many relationships and, and the ability to just step in and really get going. I think you see it. You know, I know you mentioned in the column with the morale at the prosecutor's office. I've been able to attend some events like National Night Out and they walk over in Atlantic City. And I know when he was out looking at the streetlights in Atlantic City that are out that. 
you know, the local government has been unable to get back on. He, his office, his staff, everybody is rallying around him. Everybody in Atlantic County. I can't tell you how many people I hear from that are so pleased and so thankful that we now have the right person running the Atlanta County Prosecutor's Office. Acting Prosecutor Will Reynolds, what does it mean to you insofar as your senator and your governor uh, actually, I mean, they changed course uh, of what was going to be? So good morning, Harry, and good morning, Senator. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and speak to your listeners and the citizens of Atlanta County. Uh, to, to respond to that question, Harry, it is extremely humbling. Uh, Senator Palestina and I uh, did not have a relationship until, like, the day after the election uh, when him and, and Chairman Purdy reached out to me and said, you're our guy, we're going to work together to get this done. Uh, and, and Senator Palestina went to the governor's office. I'll never forget the dates because it was my life in the balance and my career in the balance. December 2nd, he was told that I was not the pick. And on December 9th, uh, Governor Murphy told Senator Palestina that he would interview both candidates to make the decision. And on December 20th, I interviewed with Governor Murphy directly one-on-one. And when I got finished that interview, uh, I was very confident uh, and I spoke to Senator Palestina that day, and I said, uh, I believe that I won the governor. And uh, from December 20th all the way through May 16th, Senator Palestina took over and, and worked very hard for the citizens of Atlanta County to achieve this result. And one of the things that the governor said, until it's on the front of his plate, he didn't know about it. And when he, when he, when he was taught by Senator Palestina all of the things that Senator Palestina just said about the relationships and the hard work, and the family and being from here and growing up in Brigantine, raising my kids in Epsique, and all of those things came to fruition, and it took six months to get it done after the interview with the governor. But I give all the credit in the world to Senator Palestine because he had the, se- the governor and the governor's staff change the course. And for me, that's the most humbling. And, and really, Harry, one of the things that happened is this job interview for me was the last 25 years as a lawyer but it was my entire life because all of these people that I, I met and had relationships with all the way back to when I was in seventh grade playing Brigantine Rams and, and the assignment judge, Mike Lee, was my coach. All of those things mattered. Wow. Right. So it's so humbling because it's how you treat people your entire life. And you never know who's going to be able to help you and who's going to be on your side and who's going to advocate for you. And it's really the moral foundation of my parents. And then how I'm passing on to my children. And it's how you treat people every day that matters. It's such a good answer. And we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. We have Senator Palestina. We have acting Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds, who is literally en route to Trenton. Today is the day. Uh, and it's it's in the cards. It's going to go his way. He's qualified. Uh, he's likable. Uh, I do want to make a comment. Uh, I learned about three years ago that when Governor Murphy gives his word, he keeps it. And I want to talk to Senator Palestina about that when we come back. And then let's get into some of the things that the Atlanta County Prosecutor's Office has already been doing in the Will Reynolds era, which is already underway under the title of acting Atlanta County Prosecutor for a number of months. Uh, But today, obviously, with a full five-year term uh, on the table, it's it's a huge consequential day. Uh, Very excited for you, Will. You've earned it. And uh, as I say, probably at least once or to five, ten times a program, we're very fortunate to have Senator Palestina 
uh, because I promise you, if he did not win, uh, this conversation would not be happening right now. Somebody else would already be seated and they would have already been seated many months ago with Senator Palestina, acting Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. It's 21 minutes past the hour. Pleased to report both Senator Palestina and the acting prosecutor, Will Reynolds, will be with us for the remainder of the hour. And we have a lot of ground to cover. Uh, the acting prosecutor is en route right now to Trenton on, professionally speaking, the biggest day of his life. I mean, literally the next five years, and I think it will be 10 unless he doesn't want it to be because he's going to do such a great job. He's already doing a great job. That's one of the neat things. It, this is not some, hey, we're, we're going to just trust that the resume is there and that this is a good man and he comes highly regarded and recommended by the senator, Palestina, and the governor liked him too and all of this. Uh, but he's already been doing the job. And he's brought the team together, and they really have traveled well, as they say in in sports. When a team travels well, that means you're professional and you're a very, very fine team. And I think the expression fits. Senator, I'm going to call in the best way Will Reynolds a unicorn because we're a very divided country. We know the politics in this area is not beanbag and it never has been it's rough and tumble and you've been in uh you've been through the wars you you got accused of uh killing women with cancer uh and babies uh so and ripping oxygen out of out of the mouths of babies and toddlers so you've been through it all uh what do you think it is about will reynolds that republicans and democrats approved he said it, Harry, and uh, now going through all that stuff was uh, well worth it because uh, not only is Will going to be confirmed today, we also have another judge, Jeff Wilson, who will be confirmed today, and uh, we have one more judge in the pipeline who has been formally nominated, and so we'll have uh, the full complement of five judges that were open along with the Atlantic County prosecutor done, but I think uh, Will mentioned it. I mean, he grew up here. He's built relationships here. He's a municipal prosecutor in many towns. He knows you know, law enforcement in the area. He developed relationships on both sides of the aisle. And it's just, you know, the way he has treated people over the course of his career. You heard him say it. I didn't really, I mean, I had met him previously, but I didn't really know Will Reynolds before, after, you know, right after the election. But he just is very impressive. He has so much energy. He has so much enthusiasm. And he has just built relationships with everyone around here that really are going to benefit him as the Atlantic County prosecutor. Will, before I give you a chance to follow up on that, there's something I want to uh, ask Senator Palestina because I think it's so important and I think it's so uh, validating of his management style. You didn't pick somebody that you knew. Uh, you didn't pick a friend. This was not political favors and this and that. Uh, I've often said, and it's why you're one of the few people that I actually endorse and support uh, in elections because I haven't found uh, all that many that, that deserve it, to, to be quite candid. And that's why I supported Will Reynolds. And that's why for your entire uh, political career, I've supported Senator Palestina for the assembly and so on every time he's ever run because he's special and he's earned it. But you pick somebody that you knew was competent. You didn't pick a pal. You didn't pick uh, some favor out of the crowd. Uh, this fits in with your model of making the best decision that you can for Atlanta County for District 2. 
Without question. And uh, that's, you know, what, what I uh, prided myself on coming into this. You know, we were going to pick people based on qualifications, based on who we felt was going to do the best job for the people of Atlanta County. I think that's reflected uh, with uh, Will Reynolds' nomination as Atlanta County prosecutor and also with the Superior Court judges we've been fortunate to be able to get through the process. So, you know, Michelle Perry Thompson went on first. We now have Steve Scheffler and Jorge Coombs, who were fully approved. And we have Jeff Wilson today, who will be fully approved. And one more to come, Ralph Pallone, who has been nominated. And so we went out, you know, we did a little, uh, we do have our local judicial committee of five people who screened all the candidates, who interviewed them, who did the background checks. This was not just me, you know, myself making these decisions. This was based on local attorneys in the area, local people, a bunch of people provided input, a bunch of people provided counsel. And so this was really a collaborative effort from myself and a lot of other people, you know, that were part of the process. And I thank all of the people who have helped me through this uh, to get to this point. And you know, I think we're really fortunate to be in the position we're in now, at least five years and hopefully a lot longer if he enjoys the job. Quick follow-up, and then, Will, and the only reason is because it's on the judiciary. Have you returned the long-standing tradition of, say, Senator Gormley and others where the judges who were nominated have to come out well-qualified in things? There, there was a time where uh, it, it wasn't being done correctly. My understanding is it's returning back to that level of um, approval and validation and so on. Fair comment, Senator? Absolutely fair comment. You know, we developed a local committee of, of their peers who went through. I think we probably had 20, you know, 25 people who had applied to become superior court judges. All of those people went through the local committee that we had established here, headed up by Julie Nugent, uh, who had served with Senator or Senator Brown as well. And so we returned to the practice of trying to get the best qualified people on the the bench here in Atlanta County, like Senator Gormley did for many, many years. And we have done that. And so very pleased you know, to be able to bring the judiciary, the, the judges that they need. And I think, uh, you know, with, with assignment judge Mike Lee now there, along with the other judges he has in place, we have, we continue the tradition of having the best judiciary in the state of New Jersey. I brought that up for that reason. Uh, this what's called vicinage. This has been recognized for so long as the best or always at least someone willing to say in another part of the state, one of the best uh, longstanding, former retired, great, great man, great judge. Anthony Gibson, year in, year out, forever was the number one rated judge in the entire state right here from Atlanta County. It has always been a strength. And the, the Atlanta County state senator has always been so integral uh, in keeping it, it did unfortunately several years back. Uh, it it um, it got off the tracks, and that just can't be. We can't have that. There's just too many. Um, there's too many great people that it just doesn't have to uh, to be different than that. Will Reynolds, before the bottom of the hour break, take a couple minutes, whatever time you need. We talked about you in front of your back here. Uh, what do you think it? And it sounds like it's just some gushy meatball sweetheart question, but I, I think it's very. Uh, relevant, and I think it's very unusual. And as you know, I cover the rough and tumble of politics in this area closer than any person in the media for three-plus decades. And I have rarely seen someone, a candidate at this high level, 
that is acceptable to both parties. It's very unusual. What do you think you did to deserve that, to earn that? Uh, <clears throat> Harry, thanks again for the opportunity and the kind words from you and the senator. Uh, what it really comes down to, Harry, and, and you and I just talked about it offline, uh, I'm one of four brothers. I'm the youngest, and I have twin boys, and they're the Reynolds brothers as well. And we were raised by two great parents, Rip and Carol Reynolds. And it's a culmination of all the relationships of mom and dad being pillars of the community and Brigantine uh, until their death. My, my father passed in 93, mother passed in 02. Uh, and then all three of my older brothers, my brother Rip owns Laguna over in Brigantine. He's an independent. He doesn't like politics. He likes to run his uh, bar restaurant on the beach over there, have live music and sell frozen drinks to his customers. My second brother, my brother Tom, he's a Republican. He's very close with Senator Palestina. And my brother John, and he's an attorney. He was partners with Steve Scheffler, who's now on the bench. And my brother John, my third brother, he's a Democrat, and he likes Governor Murphy and has a great relationship with Governor Murphy. And, and Harry, the truth of it is, I'm, I'm the beneficiary of a lot of relationships, and it gave me the ability to have those relationships as well. And it all comes down to how you treat people, and that started with my parents ran through my brothers, and it's what I'm passing on to my children, that you never know, you never know how someone could either help you or hurt you, and you want to treat everyone with courtesy, respect, empathy, and treat them the way you want to be treated. And it started with our parents, through my brothers, to my children. And I think that's the, the combination of that. And uh, listen, if you don't do the work, and you don't show up, and you don't work hard, and you're not disciplined, no one's going to want to have a relationship with you. So it has to do with the hard work and 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 being dedicated and committed to the mission and to parlay over harry uh, i had a lot of relationships with people in the office you know the county prosecutor's office and they picked up right away where i started and they bought into my energy and my mission and it's been tremendous but it really started it's all the way back from my parents moving to brigantine 1971 and my brothers and i being raised now raising my children in south jersey i have a follow-up on that when we come back the next question is going to come back to will we're visiting with the acting, and that's going to go away real soon, just a few hours from now. The acting Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds and our distinguished senator, Senator Vince Palestina, who actually made it happen. It's 31 minutes past the hour. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Much more important content straight ahead. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 31 minutes past the hour. About 4 o'clock this morning, I wrote a piece about Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds Check it out. Uh, it's up on the uh, platform, digital platform. I fell in love with the Gateway Playhouse this past weekend. Cannot believe I drove past it hundreds of times because I love Bay Avenue. And I take the long way because I love just going down that street. Uh, just incredible work they're doing. Check that out. And Reader's Choice, you pick the best appetizers in Atlantic and Cape May counties. Back to the senator and the prosecutor next. Free. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Today is Heat Wave Day 7. The cooldown is coming starting on Wednesday, really kicking in Thursday and beyond. Today's high 93, the heat index as high as the triple digit mark, mostly sunny and breezy. Tonight will be uncomfortably muggy with a low of 78 and a few clouds overhead. Mostly to partly sunny tomorrow, high of 95. Scattered showers and thunderstorms at some point Wednesday, high comes down to 90. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. 
Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 FM. 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Great one. We're visiting at 38 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program on South Jersey's number one news talk radio station, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, all because of you are are just highly, highly respected. And, and just we appreciate your listenership so much, uh, all because of you. And we know it. We're visiting with Senator Vince Palestina and the Atlanta County Prosecutor, Will Reynolds. And my follow-up to you, because you really uh, touched me. Your answer was spectacular, but I wanted to save my comment until after the break because we were close to the uh, the bottom of the hour break there. Uh, even though you haven't had your dad for about 29 years and you haven't had your mom for 20 years, uh, it's so relatable to me. I lost my father in 1981, my mother even before that in 1976, but I still draw lessons if I'm in a tight spot or something's going on, I think about what my parents taught me, the person you know that I should be, the boy, and then the man that I should be. Do you still draw? I'm sure you do, but I, I, I won't know if I don't ask you. Will, do you still draw life lessons from your parents even decades later? Uh, I do, Harry, and uh, it's amazing when I find myself in situations and I laugh, and I'll actually articulate it out loud, saying, you know, Mom would have said this. The old man would have told us to do that. And uh, they shape the way I raise my children every day. And when I say things to my kids, I'm like, man, am I sounding like the old man again? You know, and, and my brothers and I laugh about it. But it's so true at the time, you don't know the gifts that they're giving you. And those gifts keep bearing themselves every day in my, in my adult life. And being a man and, and being a prosecutor now and raising two great men uh, for the future generation. You know, so it's it's so true. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, Senator, one shop question. Uh, a caller who's in the um, automobile business in Egg Harbor Township named Charles, but not my Charles Kane, who's coming up right after you guys in like 25 minutes. Different Charles in the business in the HT uh, said, hey, I can't get my trailer uh, inspected or not inspected, uh, registered. I've got to go 45, 60 minutes away. The pandemic is over. We are now dealing in an endemic phase, just like the flu, just like, you know, anything else. Uh, is that ever going to return to where if you live in Atlanta County, you don't have to go to Manahawkin to go get your car registered? Or in his case, now you can't do the, um, the online because it's a trailer he has to go there and do it are we anywhere in terms of i mean is bad service just the is this just the new america everything sucks and nothing can be like it was uh what's going on with that do you know oh harry <laughs> yeah well no that it's not going to be that way forever we were told that this summer we would get uh, all of the services restored at the cardiff dmv so i will follow up on that but we were we were told that was one of the things that, you know, came out of our mobile offices because we had DMV down and we had people coming out uh, saying the same thing. You know, why do we have to drive, especially now with gas prices, you know, at that point approaching $5 a gallon? Why are you making yeah. us drive 45 yeah. minutes away? And so we went to the DMV. They told us that it would be restored this summer. Of course, you know, we're getting close to the end of the summer, so we'll follow up. But all of the full service should be coming back to the Cardiff DMV in short order and uh, let you know exactly what they say after we touch base with them today beautiful i told the caller that was my understanding that it would return 
And uh, he was very complimentary about you, about some of the things you even brought up about the pop-up uh, shop that you guys did and uh, the uh, service that you have been providing you. And he mentioned Joe Berg by name. So it was a very positive call from a frustrated citizen, a frustrated taxpayer. Will, as you and your team have taken the show on the road and really hit the various communities on Nights Out and some of these other programs that are going on, what are you hearing from people? Harry, the, the feedback uh, has been 100% positive. It's so humbling to hear uh, just the mere presence of uh, persons from our office, as well as myself, uh, gives people a good feeling because I think there was a disconnect, uh, especially from the community and from law enforcement. And uh, Harry, I can tell you, uh, I have a great first assistant, Eric Bergman, a great executive assistant uh, prosecutor in Rick McKelvey and uh, Pat Snyder is a captain. He's now the acting deputy chief and on day-to-day operations for me. Those guys are true leaders. They got a buy-in from the office as well. Uh, the word that comes back for those guys is integrity. And then when I'm going out using my relationships with the community, both community stakeholders and local law enforcement, the response has been incredible. I've met with uh, every attorney in the office, clerical staff in the office, and Harry and the senator, I'm going to give you this, and it was amazing to hear this. So there's 26 clerical staff. I met with each and every one of them. Uh, most of them have been there more than 20 years, a few more than 30, one more than 40. And uh, they told me that I was the first prosecutor ever to meet with them one-on-one. And I was the first prosecutor ever to step foot in central records. And I stop in every morning on my way up to my office and say hello to the, to the hardworking ladies that work in central records. That's a really hard job. And I know because I dealt with them when I was in municipal. And, uh, they told me that they've never had someone in the office give them their time, stop and speak with them. And it goes back to everything that we talked about before, about how my parents raised this and how to be a true leader. And, uh, the response has been phenomenal, and that is spreading like wildfire. And I have a great relationship with the police departments and the local elected officials. And uh, one of the programs I've started, Harry, uh, we are dedicating a an a, a, a assistant prosecutor to every municipality. What we're going to do, I know you're mobilizing. You're on your way to Trenton, and there are a couple of bad spots on the way. Pick up on that, Will, when we come back from the break. Uh, we heard, just so you know where we left, I heard you say, and our listeners heard you say, you're dedicating an assistant prosecutor for each, and I think you were about to say municipality, and then it started to blip out. We'll come back to that. Then I want to follow up with Senator Palestina. What does that answer mean to you, other than you picked the right man for the job, that he is treating every employee with dignity and respect and has actually made uh, appearances where no one has been before. It's it's like uh, Captain Kirk here, uh, Star Trek episode without the tribbles. We're going to come right back. And then I want to ask Senator Palestina to touch on something that we talked about during his regular monthly program presented by Palestina and Associates. And that is light as such an important disinfectant and what's being done right now in collaboration with Senator Palestina, with uh, Acting Prosecutor Will Reynolds and other partners as it relates to Atlantic City, where people have been very concerned. They're concerned about the is the boardwalk safe? 
That should be the safest street in America. It's an emergency street, actually. Uh, and the lighting, you, I don't think you can overstate how important that is. Vacant buildings and darkness, to me, are, are a blight on a community. So I want to talk about that as well when we come back. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's number one talk station. We are back. Uh, let's make it count. Eight minutes until the top of the hour. Will Reynolds, acting Atlanta County prosecutor. We have Senator Vince Palestina. Uh, prosecutor, right before the break, you were mentioning that you are dedicating an assistant prosecutor. I think you were going to say to each municipality, but uh, it blipped out. So take it back right there. Uh, that is correct, Harry. Uh, have uh, some very good resources, both inside and outside the office. Thought it would be a great idea, and I put it in the action. Started it on Friday, uh, getting volunteers from our APs and chief APs who live in the communities to be a direct point of contact with the chief of police and elected officials to further open the lines of communication. Uh, it is so well-received and so humbling to hear uh, how just positive people are that we're we're talking to each other right and communicating and working together and collaborating to better serve our citizens and quite frankly that comes directly from the example that's been set by senator palestina you know he's putting politics aside and put citizens of Atlanta county first on so many issues including you know my nomination including the pilot bill you know it's it's very humbling to see people that are all acting together as a team to do what's best for the county yeah and that's the, where we are today the senators vote on the budget uh which you can imagine you know some people don't like what he did there i do like what he did there uh because it's in keeping with his um his character of doing what's best for the district and to hell with politics uh senator do you like what you just heard Absolutely, Harry, and uh, there's a lot more of that. You know, like I said, I had an opportunity before Will was even there at National Light Out to talk to some of the uh, talk to some of the people in the office, talk to some of the people associated with law enforcement in the area, and everybody is ecstatic about the first 10 weeks here and what Will has been able to do at the office, what he's been able to implement, some of the initiatives that he's taking on to target some of the quality of life crimes in Atlantic City target the lighting in Atlantic City, um, do the things that are necessary as the Atlantic County prosecutor to really face some of the challenges you have head on. And he has done that and the entire staff has bought into that. And I think you're going to see much, much better things in the future. Four minutes left. And I'll give you the first comment, Senator, and then, Will, you can follow up. Uh, I'm a huge fan of proper lighting. Uh, I, I call it a great disinfectant. Uh, obviously, with cameras and all, you need to be able to see if something bad did happen, you don't want it to be happening under the cover of dark. So it's good to uh, proactive and it's good even uh, evidentiary. So, uh, Senator, you and I talked a little bit about this on your show. It is a law enforcement issue. I mean, a lot of people at first glance would be like lighting and law enforcement. I mean, what are we what are we talking about here? But there is a nexus. There's a direct connection to all of it. Your thoughts about it. I think it's incredibly important. I think uh, you have to have the area lit, and I think you drive down Atlantic Avenue, Pacific Avenue, Atlantic City, and just too dark. It's just the you don't have enough lights on. There's lights out. They haven't been replaced. I think we need certainly more lighting, and Will can talk about it better than I can. 
Um, but some of the new, you know, technology they have in terms of the camera systems and security systems with facial recognition, you can't even utilize that technology when you don't have enough light. And so it is incredibly important, something that, again, the highest levels of the governor's office mentioned to both of us independently. And he really has taken the bull by the horns, gone out there with 40 members of his staff and started to identify where we need to get additional light. And I think even the casinos, I drive through like some of the areas at Caesars, there's no reason why we can't get some of these areas better lit over there. It has to happen, and that's something that he and I are going to collectively work on. Prosecutor, please comment. So to follow up on the senator and the uh, just using the lights as a simple example. So Senator Posting is correct. The governor's office at the highest level said to me, lighting is a problem. I immediately took action, asked for volunteers from my office, 40 people from our office showed up, and we walked uh, some of the worst parts of Atlantic Avenue when it came to lighting and where crimes have recently been committed. And I use that only as an example, Harry, to show the dedication and commitment and the commitment level of our office to make Atlantic City and Atlantic County a better, safer place to live. That's the promise I made to the governor. That's the promise I made to Senator Policy. The promise I made to your listeners. Senator, let me give you the final minute. And, Prosecutor, good luck today. Although I don't think you need it, the work's already been done. And I think you're in, in fact, I know you're in very good shape, and you should be for all the um, objective right reasons. Uh, wish you so well today because you've earned it. It's a, it's a culmination of a lot of uh, decades of hard work. Senator, closing minute, closing comment. What does today mean to you as the person that shepherded? the nomination and and ultimately convince the governor and his staff uh that they should go it's not any small thing to for for a group to have their person picked this wasn't like we're just going you know in a certain direction they had a person picked uh what does this mean to you how this is going to turn out today it just means so much to me, Harry, you know, running for election before, you know, serving there for a while and coming back and having an opportunity to be a senator from Atlanta County, something I always wanted to do, something I thought because I was always focused on getting things done across party lines that, you know, I could be effective at. And I think that today is one of the days that demonstrates, you know, the effectiveness that we're going to have as Atlanta County senator. I just am incredibly thankful to everyone who had a role in this, including you, Harry, as this was going out and unfolding. I mean, it's going to be, you know, almost probably like nine months from the time start to finish uh, and getting this done. And uh, just incredibly thankful to everyone who played a role in it and very much looking forward to today. Senator, when you win, we win. That's my motto. Uh, Prosecutor Reynolds, congratulations. Uh, I wish you well today uh, during advice and consent and can't wait to hear the good news. Talk to you both soon. Sounds good. Thank you. See you guys. Atlantic City, WENJHD3, Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground. 
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, a lot of nice feedback about uh, Senator Palestina and acting prosecutor Will Reynolds' uh, time. Pretty exciting when you think about the fact that that interchange was taking place while they're en route to Trenton for the actual confirmation vote. That's about as relevant and timely as it gets. Joining us now is our Monday morning 9 o'clock co-host, our brother, Mayor Charles Kane. The Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane are the official and exclusive automobile service parts and sales provider for the Hurley in the Morning program and for the Hurley family personally. The Auto Plaza at English Creek, 6122 East Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township. On the web, I call it the virtual store, myautoplaza.com. And the phone number, if you would like to call over for sales, parts, service, 609 609- Six four six twenty four forty seven, Mayor. I don't know about you, but I will confess I received a lot of feedback, and it was really positive about our conversation about I'll say the Jetsons, but that's just um, the cartoon. But about the whole concept of flying cars and all the futuristic stuff that we were chatting about, it was a lot of fun. Good Monday morning, Mayor. It certainly was. How are you today? Very well. Thank you for asking. I know you're busy. I don't know if you had an opportunity to hear your senator and uh, the next prosecutor of Atlanta County, who is presently the acting Atlanta County prosecutor, but that's about as relevant as it gets uh, hours before the confirmation vote. Well, I'll tell you, Mayor, I, I, I can only imagine how much shorter their trip would be if they were taking a Jetson to Trenton. See? Uh, I imagine See? Their, their trip would, it would be a lot faster and, and, and a lot less uh, congestion. But, yeah. Mayor, you, you mentioned something yeah. earlier, um, which uh, I hear you say on your show a lot, and that is that elections have consequences, and those consequences can be positive and or negative, and in this case, Obviously, they're extremely positive. Uh, Senator Palestina, uh, it really is a testament to his brand and, uh, you know, the fact that this, the administration in Trenton has so much respect for him, uh, here in our district. That they, that they changed what they were going to do. This wasn't, this wasn't like, hey, we're all starting off at, you know, ground zero. Uh, this was, we already have the prosecutor. I mean, this was stopping that, turning that around and putting up someone who Governor Murphy would nominate. I mean, this was, this was, I, I, I believe this. I've said this to Senator Palestina uh, privately. Not knowing how long he will serve as senator, not knowing things that we don't know because they haven't happened yet that, that will occur, that when he looks back on his career as senator, this will be one of the most consequential things that he has accomplished. It's that important. Well, it, it, it certainly is, and uh, I, I'm confident in in the senator's pick uh, that that uh, Mr. Reynolds will do a, an amazing job uh, for the residents here in Lanny County, and uh, you know we're we're excited to to have him uh, sworn in today, and uh, you know it is it's a real testament to uh, Vince 
uh, and his uh, ability to bring positive change to uh, Atlantic County. And, and that's why he's our senator. That's why he got picked. And, and by the way, he said, I'm not about politics. I'm about getting things done. I'm going to work with the other side in the best interests of Atlanta County, of District 2, when I can. This is a perfect example. If, for example, if we had a senator that took the scorched earth policy that the other side are animals and uncivilized and you can't work with them and we won't work with them, then guess what? This would be a whole different day. Mayor, I have to tell you, you know, uh, being involved in this cycle and in this system, um, you know, the, the bottom line is, I believe, uh, especially here in Atlantic County, your elected officials, um, you know, they, they, they run for office and they get up in the morning and they want to make Atlantic County a better place. And, and we certainly know that the senator um, is cut from that cloth. Uh, and, and it's true throughout the throughout the, um, uh, you know, the growth townships. It's, it's true throughout the, you know, with the, the county government, the county executive, our clerk, our surrogate, um, you know, Atlantic County is in great hands. And uh, um, I'm proud to be part of it, and I'm proud to have Senator Palestina leading the pack. Hey, let me ask you a question, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, because you were initially probably a no, and then, but as you always do, you're, you, you are open to uh, listening, and then you listened, and you, you also were very, uh, I believe, and I mean this in the best way, strategic and effective in, in getting you know some things that you felt were in the best interests of your municipality, Hamilton Township, Atlanta County. Uh, what's your early read on the um, first ever New Jersey consolidated court? What are your thoughts about it so far? Well, I, I appreciate that uh, question, Mayor, because, uh, you know, this was something, as you know, I mean, I, my exact words were hell no. And that's right. And, and by the way, had you not done it, it would not exist. They needed Hamilton Township in order for this to happen. Well, I, I, listen, the voters put me in office to make decisions um, that that I believe are going to be in the best interest um, of their needs and their wants. And, you know, when you look at this, and you look at the way things are done differently uh, outside of New Jersey and the regionalization of things, um, this is the only way, that it, more items like this is the only way you're going to find real and institute real tax relief for the people and residents and taxpayers of Atlanta County. You have to come up with these new efficiencies. You have to come up with these uh, ideas and consolidation efforts uh, in order to bring relief to the, to the taxpayers. And, and the county court system, um, you know, we're looking at some preliminary numbers right now. Uh, we're digesting some numbers to look and see. But I can tell you, uh, you know, for Hamilton Township, it appears that, uh, you know, this is going to be a very successful venture for us. And, and we're looking forward, uh, you know, to that for the rest of the municipalities in, in Atlanta County. What I think is important about that, I remember we had um, uh, uh, Attorney Ferguson, County Attorney Ferguson on. Uh, we spent a lot of quality time on this program. And as you know, I spent a lot of time off air going through the numbers and, and truly seeing does it all add up? Does it make sense? Should municipalities be signing on to this? I had a predisposed bias to be in favor of it because I know how the county GIF program has worked. For those who don't know the Joint Insurance Fund, and many, many years ago, long, long ago, when that first came out, I thought it was a bad situation. I thought, whoa, you know, small municipalities are going to get murdered, you know, by claims of larger municipalities. It worked. It's always worked. 
I believed from the beginning after I um, looked at the numbers that Denny and uh, Jerry and, and, and Ferguson came up with. I believed them that they weren't uh, lying to people, that they actually were putting something together that would – would because after all, if you put something together and you say we're consolidating and it winds up being worse for the municipalities, that's a cruel hoax. And uh, I never believed that, that was the uh, desire – uh, that's not the way that they play. You know, they, they are for prudent consolidation and and things like that. Uh, I, I was very confident in the numbers. And I know, Mayor, you, you are tremendous when it comes to attention to detail. You studied those numbers long and hard before you did a, a 180 on this concept. Well, you know, as as mayor of Hamilton, uh, I made the decision and, and uh, you know, I offered to be on the governance committee. I offered to be on the finance committee because I really wanted to understand the numbers and how they were going to impact not only Hamilton, but the entire county. Uh, once I did that and once I uh, gained that education, uh, I saw the merit. I saw, you know, what this could possibly do and, and, and what it could do for those that are in the system. Uh, you know, the, the, the ability to identify, uh, uh, repeat situations, uh, because of this consolidation and get people directed into, um, you know, possible therapy and or, uh, you know, alternative things that, uh, to get them out of the cycle, to get them out of the system, um, I think is uh, is what the biggest potential of this is going to be. Um, so uh, I'm I'm excited about it moving forward. You know, we're into that, uh, you know, over that six month mark. So we're analyzing the numbers, and I hope that hopefully in another week or so, Mayor, I'll be able to report back to you and the listeners exactly how it's impacted Lanning County because I'm confident it's in a very very uh, or Hamilton Township in a very very positive way. Yeah, I think so too, and this may very well encourage any that sat back a little bit and didn't do it uh, to consider it because, you know, sometimes you have people willing to jump right in on the promise, on the pledge. And then some people, you know, from Missouri that you show me. uh, And if they see that these numbers have improved the municipality's bottom line, what, you know, for me, you know, keep keep on keeping on. I think it would be great. uh, And if it took some people uh, a little bit more time to make the decision. That's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I, I can actually understand it. You're, you're looking at, at spreadsheets and, and numbers can always be made to look great. Uh, but what I've been hearing over the first six months are very good things. And that's the first time that I've asked Mayor Kane on his program, how is it going at this point? That was encouraging. And hopefully when you actually um, delve into it even more, when you get the full first six months, uh, we'll still be able to say the same things, and I, I think we will be. Brief time out. We'll be back in a little bit, 17 minutes past the hour, with Mayor Charles Kane. It's the Auto Plaza at English Creek. Mark Levin. We are under Joe Biden in a Democrat Congress, a nation in decline, which is why we must win the next election and win massively. And we must immediately build up our military, secure our border, support chiefs of police who will lower the hammer, judges who will put people in jail for breaking the law and bring sanity back to this nation. Mark Levin, weeknights at 6 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. The guys are great. I'm telling you, if you haven't given them a chance, please give them a listen. Because Program Director Chris Coleman, I mean, picked a fabulous program there. I, I give him so much credit uh, because he saw something in the – I'm a big fan of balance. You know, Chris was looking at Hurley and Kilmeade or similar and Hannity and Levin and all this, and he put something very, very different but extremely relevant. And, and they're just terrific on the issues but funny as can be. And if you haven't given them a chance, Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins, right after Brian Kilmeade, a wonderful program here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thanks for the intro, guys. Now, Mayor, uh, this is anecdotal, but I think it's starting to become more empirical, meaning that it's really happening. I I know when I'm ordering things as of late, say on Amazon.com, we got very spoiled. One, one day I ordered something and it came the same day and my mind was blown and it wasn't like it came a short distance. I mean, this was amazing. So next day they had become automatic at then the pandemic happened and it turned from next day to maybe you'll get it someday. And I see that all improving. I've been ordering a number of things lately and they're all coming when they're supposed to. And in many cases, there's something that was supposed to come tomorrow. And the reason this is fresh in my mind, it has arriving early today. So I'm very happy about that because it is a gift for one of my children. It's a surprise. Um, so uh, that makes me happy that I will have it today instead of tomorrow. But let me ask you this, because you order parts and you're ordering cars and all of this. Uh, do you see things improving somewhat at all or not at all uh well i appreciate i i am happy that your experience was uh what what you're seeing is positive we're seeing the opposite um it's it's it, we're seeing a tightening we're seeing it um get tougher and tougher uh, on a daily basis so mm. Um, oh, you know, well. we're, we're, we're not seeing that easing that, that, that you're seeing. So, well, uh, and again, I'm seeing it in a totally different area. That's why I bring it to you in your space uh, and your your industry. I, I believe the supply chain and a lot of the broken components right now in America and around the world has hit your industry. And, of course, the chips and things like that and parts and all of it. I mean, you, you have cars which you used to be able to fix very, very quickly. In some cases, you almost have to give up on them. They become paperweights. They can't be fixed at this point because you can't get what you need, right? They can't currently be fixed. That's correct. I mean, there's a diagnosis made. Uh, the vehicles uh, are ready to be repaired, but the parts are just not available. And, and you know, it, it, it was pretty much isolated to electronic parts but now uh we're seeing it uh you know uh, i have another vehicle down that's been down for for literally uh probably six weeks now with no end in sight um for for a motor and um you know there is literally no end in sight there's no eta uh on on that coming in so let me let me just ask you a very blunt question and i'll I'll personalize it as you know i'm driving a 10-year-old car that honestly, other than if somebody is really good at looking at body types and, you know, the, the way that it, that it looks from a design standpoint, because there does come a point in time 
where that holds for a number of years and you can't really tell the difference between a car that's brand new or several years old but at 10 years you know it, it there's new lines and you you know you know better than anybody um if something were to happen even though knock on wood you know we we've maintained it at the auto plaza in english creek it's never missed a drink of water or a oil change or tire rotation or anything um but if something were to happen to hurley one am i basically screwed right now well that's that's remains to be seen i mean it is there is no rhyme or reason to what part or i mean you're we're literally it's kind of like uh spinning the wheels of a slot machine every time we call for for parts um so it, you know it's not isolated to mercedes it's not isolated to uh you know uh chevrolet or or, or dodge it's 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 across the board depending on the type of item so you know it could be a brake rotor for a chevy and it could be a uh you know a, a ecm or computer for a mercedes so there's really no rhyme or reason my own experience with with clothing i i uh took the time uh, uh to um uh, purchase some new clothing for myself and it got to the point where i was writing the company uh, almost on a daily basis um telling them to cancel my order which it, it finally did come in but it took almost four weeks uh, for some shirts to get to me. Wow. So, um, and, and, you know, they come, they, their standard line to reply to you when you inquire is, uh, due to COVID related, um, supply issues, there could be delays. That's, it's as simple as they don't, say. Don't you think after two and a half years of that being the excuse, you would never get away with that in your job, even, even though you're the owner? Uh, for two and a half years telling somebody, you know, I have the sniffles, you know, and, I'm, and believe me, you know how serious I have been about COVID-19 to, to some people's uh, I've, I've drawn the ire of of certain people that that despise the position I took on COVID-19. So I, I, I take second chair to no one when it comes to treating it seriously, being compliant. And I've, I showed that a lot of respect but you get to the point where you have to go from pandemic to endemic and it has to stop uh so let me ask you this question mayor if someone right now needs one two or four tires how does that purchase how do, how is that purchase going these days uh, another great question uh you know it's it's you call for uh, one brand, and they're readily available in all sizes. Uh, you call for another, and they are on back order. Because you know forever, we've been coming to you for two decades. Uh, if I wanted four new tires, they were always there the next day, 100% time. N- never, ever had to worry. You, I would call you. They'll be here tomorrow. Every time, Mayor. Well, that's still the case. Now, that, I mean, that's still the case. Uh, you know, uh, either they're in stock or they're same day uh, or at minimum next next day delivery. But it may, you know, the choices are limited now. Where I would, you know, be able to say, hey, you you, you have a choice of Michelin, Dunlap, Goodyear. Uh, you know, these are in in your size, and and this is what we recommend. It may be the case now where it's like, well, the only thing that's available is Goodyear uh, if you want to match all four. So. Um, you know, that, that, that's the, that's what we're still seeing, and I, I don't see any end in sight in that. Uh, with that, I, I, I think that uh, you know that's going to linger for quite some time. I, I, I want to digress just a little bit because you you said something. We, we, you talked earlier 
one of the things that I see in this excuse, this COVID excuse, which is real, I get it. I mean, as a struggling small business owner, I understand it. But, um, you know, I ordered yesterday uh, some takeout, uh, or I'm sorry, on, on Saturday, and it came with a $4 delivery, uh, extra $4 delivery charge, which I have absolutely zero problem. I understand gas prices are up and, and, and things of that nature. But I'm hoping that that money is going to the individual that drove the food to my house. Um, that makes me feel a lot better if it is. I'm, I'm happy to pay it. Um, I, what I don't like is when you perceive that possibly you're being taken advantage of because of the COVID experience. Yeah, I, I, I don't have an answer for you on that because it varies. Uh, the, oh, I do have an answer. Uh, I know people that do give it to the driver because they're burning the gas in the car and all that. And I think there are places that take it uh, and, and it goes to the house. Uh, it's happening both ways, depending on the establishment. Mayor, when we come back, of course, the time is yours. I want to follow up on automobile tires because and, and we'll do this right after the break, Mayor, because it's an oil, it's a petroleum based product. Has the price of automobile tires really increased a lot? Uh, during this um, challenging economy that we're in for a variety of reasons, including uh, the price of oil so high at the moment. 32 minutes past the hour with Mayor Charles Kane. It's the Auto Plaza at English Creek. For your next uh, need for service, parts, or sales, don't do as I say. Do as I actually do exclusively. The tires in our car, on our car, uh, every oil change, every service appointment, when we buy the car, when we trade in the existing car that we have, this all takes place at the Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane, 6122 East Black Horse Pike. So if you're coming from Atlantic City, the Auto Plaza at English Creek is on the right-hand side when you're heading west. Very, very simple. Big, enormous sign right out on the pike. Can't miss it. Plenty of ample parking uh, right in front of the showroom six and service area 609-646-2447 on the web at myautoplaza.com with mayor kane i am respectfully yours early in the morning wpg talk radio 95.5 and on the wpg talk radio app it's early in the morning anytime anywhere on the wpg talk radio app Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 37 minutes past the hour with Mayor Charles Kane. We are talking, of course, about the Auto Plaza at English Creek, the official, the exclusive automobile service parts and sales provider for the Hurley in the Morning program and for the Hurley family personally. And, Mayor, there was a question out on the floor right before the break. Because we know, because we, we don't know much about your business, you're our expert, but we do know that tires are a petroleum-based product. Does that mean that the price has gotten stratospheric? How are things going price-wise with tires? Well, Mayor, I uh, I actually asked a friend during a break, you know, just like that old TV show, the game show. I uh, I phoned a friend. Uh, I'm sitting next to our service manager, Holly Moore, uh, as you know, as she's been your service manager for many decades. And I asked, I posed that question to her uh, because she does deal with it on a daily basis. And I said, you know, what is... What are you seeing out there? And, and it's it, just like we said before the break, you're seeing um, uh, an increase in price, uh, 
percentage-wise, and you're also seeing, uh, you know, limited availability on some brands, some models, um, or it could be a specific model of a particular brand. Uh, we're seeing limited um, availability, but as a whole, tires are still plentiful. So a um, little more expensive now, but they're still plentiful. Good to hear, uh, and good to hear that they're a little more expensive, but not because, you know, I mean, you take certain meats, I mean, up 35, 40 some percent. I mean, there there are some crazy things going on out there. There certainly are. There certainly are. Mayor, if we could, I'd like to just uh, go back a little bit to um, what we talked about at the top of the hour uh, when we were congratulating uh, Senator Palestina and uh, Bill Reynolds on, yeah. on on their big day today. Sure. And and again, the words that you said, uh, you know, regarding elections have consequences. And and one of the things uh, I'm very proud that we made the decision, as I said, and um, uh, joined the county court system. But I look back at the other things that that's that are happening here in Hamilton Township and. Uh, um, you know, uh, I'm very, very proud of the agenda that the uh, Republicans in, in Hamilton have put forth. And uh, uh, one of the things we're trying to do, Mayor, is uh, we're trying to stem the tide of uh, um, Facebook. We're, tr- we're trying to stem the tide of people getting their information from people that uh, may want to do uh, harm to uh, administrations uh, and put out false statements. Um, and we're, we're encouraging individuals here in Hamilton to attend the meetings live. Uh, we're posting that everywhere, Mayor. Uh, the, the meetings in Hamilton are on the first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. at Town Hall. Um, uh, they're well attended. And what we're also trying to do, Mayor, is get that viewership up on the Township of Hamilton YouTube, um, where the meetings are rebroadcast within usually a couple days of, of, of when they're put up. So people can view them and see... Um, what their government is actually doing for them. And we think that bodes very well for uh, the administration. And we've increased that viewership, Mayor, and I'm encouraging your listeners and those in Hamilton Township and surrounding areas uh, to look at, view that, these videos when they come out. Uh, the, the latest video is up online now. Um, our goal was to get these viewership over 500 views um, per, per meeting. Um, we're at 366 this morning. It's been up for three days. Uh, we're hoping to see that push over 600, 650. We want residents informed. We want them to see the great things that are happening here in Hamilton Township. I, I really love that you brought this up. I actually had a listener, and they're, they're fantastic, so this is not a criticism. But I had a listener bring something up, which I didn't I didn't buy it. In fact, I knew that what I was hearing was not accurate because I happened to have uh, knowledge on the topic that was being discussed. And I said, now, I don't think that's true. I was just being polite. I knew it wasn't true. I said, I really don't think that's true. Where did you get that from? Well, I saw it on the Internet. I said, well, you do know that there are things on the Internet that aren't true. Now, of course, I hold harmless WPGTalkRadio.com or the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app because we're very responsible. And let me tell you something. If we do something goofy, uh, we have a digital managing editor that's going to be on us and say, what's this? And, you know, how did you get that? And, you know, how do you back this up? And, you know, that's a good thing. So we're honest brokers about that. Not, Not to say that we can't get something wrong, but we're not getting it wrong on purpose. The Internet can be a beautiful thing, and it can also be hideously inaccurate. And as you bring up from a political standpoint, and let's not forget, there are bots there, you know, they're not just Russian bots, but there are these bots and they're nothing but trouble because they plant certain things. And sometimes it's human uh, driven where they just make up stuff 
and and then that does put people in a, in a, in a position where you're explaining if, if just because something's written a hundred times doesn't mean it's true. And and I think the best disinfectant there is to up your game like you're doing and make sure that your digital presence uh, is more credible and more voluminous than their lies. Uh, Mayor, you hit the nail on the head, and that's exactly what we have to do collectively as Republicans um, in the entire county. We have to. Atlantic County is extremely well run. You look at this huge victory, and I understand it's under review right now, but the huge victory that our county executive um, just recently received, and that's him going to bat for the residents of Atlantic County. Um, and uh, you know, we we need to go ahead and we need to promote ourselves. And and you know, in Hamilton, you know, we have we, we're, we're subject to these gadflies that. That want to just cause trouble all the time. And you look at the great things. You know, we talked about earlier the county court system, uh, us joining the county court system. One of the byproducts of that, Mayor, is um, we freed up a very large space in the middle of our town hall um, where the court system resided. Um, and we've reached out to uh, our municipal utilities authority and that space now will be occupied by them they were looking at at one point building a uh, a substantial building um they don't see the need for that uh now they can go into uh town hall uh we're signing the agreement as we speak um and they will have a substantial savings moving forward for the next 10 years the way the 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 agreement struck uh which benefits the ratepayers and the taxpayers And, and by the way it locates them right at the seat of government it's convenient for everybody it makes exactly smaller, more efficient government, and the township picks up the property where they currently uh, their their office currently is uh, for uh, some relief for the downtown Mays Landing emergence in the form of a, a possible municipal parking lot, which we're looking into right, All right now. So let me double down on this. When we come back, I'm going to ask you a blatant question: What does the other side even have to campaign on? The 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 proven track record, the austerity that's been demonstrated, the creativity that's been demonstrated, uh, I think a, a lot of very, very unique and different things that, that government in Hamilton Township has been getting involved in. You know, sometimes these elections, as we know, except when you've been running, have been very, very close where you wait for days, if not a couple of weeks, for even the final few um, straggling, you know, ballots to come in, messenger ballots or mail-in ballots, what do they have to run on? I mean, the the responsibility to the taxpayers uh, has been transparent as can be. Joining the, um, the first ever consolidated municipal court system and what that means and, and the cost savings of that and the revenue that will be derived uh, and a number of other areas, including the um, – the creativity demonstrated by way of looking at responsible development that's not heavy on services, but excellent to the bottom line in terms of revenue. What does the other side, it's not your job to, to, to say, but what does the other side have to run on? This this just it should have all the makings of a, a wipeout. Uh, it's a Republican year to begin with, and I think that's going to matter all the way down to the local level. So I, I've given you a lot to unpack there. Time is yours, Mayor. When we come back, Mayor Charles Kane with. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app.
WPGGAtlanticCity.com. WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The economy is headed directly for a disaster. The Fed can either raise rates to lower inflation and trigger a stock and housing market crash, or it can keep rates low and potentially cause hyperinflation. That is why you must take action to protect your savings right now. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to diversify your retirement account out of paper assets and into physical gold. The Birch Gold Group IRA is what I recommend to all my family and friends. And today, Birch Gold is giving away a free information kit about how gold IRAs work. To get your free copy, just text the word PROTECT to 989898. It's crucial for you to get this information before an economic disaster is in full swing. Again, text PROTECT to the number 989898 to get your free information kit on gold there's no obligation or purchase required so do it now text protect to 989898 action 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 use your agency take action today sean hannity this afternoon at three now hurley in the morning on wpg talk radio 95.5 as mayor kane would say it really flies here it's nine minutes before the top of the hour brian kilmeade coming up in exactly 15 minutes Followed by Mark Lee and Van Camp, great show. Sean Hannity, Mark Levin et al. I mean, uh, what a great job Chris has done building the daily lineup. In fact, the whole lineup, uh, weekends and all of it overnight. Uh, the new edition, uh, America's First News and the 5 o'clock hour with Gordon Deal. That's been a great addition as well. So, Mayor Kane, I teed it up. Uh, for those just joining the program, I mentioned to Mayor Kane, the elections in Hamilton Township. And I'm not being gratuitous to Mayor Kane except when he runs, whatever it is, and I'm going to give him the credit for it, it, it's his strength as an appealing candidate, he wins by a lot. Other than that, these things have been Vulcan death matches that are within single digits, 10 votes, 15 votes, where you're waiting for every single mail-in ballot before you can even declare the winners. Uh, So I mentioned that this election cycle, which is a Republican year, it just is. It's the off, you know, it's the first midterm. The president in office always loses seats. And that has a trickle down effect because what's happened, it didn't used to matter as much. But because even the local politicians now, particularly on the Democrat side, I'm not being political, but it's true. They're running like they're on the national ticket. They're talking about goofy issues that have nothing to do with uh, someone's water bill or their property taxes or trash collection. It really, their priorities are really crazy. But I I see the potential for, I'm not aware off the top of my mind who's running. You can fill all that in if you want. But this could be a wipeout election if actually the issues as they are unfolding as we know them matter to the electorate. I know we've had sort of suspension of disbelief in certain elections where it's like, wow, how did this happen with how well things are going with this philosophy of governance? How in the world is this even close? But um, you take it from here. Well, Mayor, I, I sincerely appreciate that. And, and, and what you're saying is it has been true 
historically, and uh, I'm looking forward to that to be true again this year. But I don't look past any opponent. Never have, never will. Um, you know, I'm coming to a ring video near you uh, very soon. I mean, uh, you know, it is that time of year. Uh, as soon as we get a little more of this summer out of the way, um, you know, I will go and I will I will work, uh, you know, the neighborhoods, uh, introduce myself to as many people as I can in the neighborhoods, um, tell them what we are about as Republicans in Hamilton Township, and give them the reasons why they should vote for me. Mayor, are there two open seats this year? There are two open seats. It's myself and Committeeman Patali up uh, against... Um, uh, you know, the candidates, they're going to have to make names for themselves on the Democrat side. I'm not going to do that for them. So. Um, but you asked what they could run on. I can tell you this, and it's one of the reasons why I want to increase this viewership. You know, an informed public, an educated public helps us. Uh, an educated public helps us uh, understand their needs. And, and if, they, if they see what we're doing, um, then they can help us build on those great successes. And, and I, 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 that's why I am so adamant about getting, we, you know, we used to get typically 60, 70, 80 views. Uh, I just checked and sent it to you. We're at 387. I want to see that hit 650, 700 views on this meeting. And then I, I hope future meetings we can top 1,000-plus people uh, because they need to watch and see. And, and I think it's a clear distinction of um, who's running your town, who's leading your town. Uh, you asked what the other side has to run on. I listen, and I have to correct constantly from the dais uh, the opposing party saying, well, we've talked about that for years. We've, we've, we've talked about that for years. And I continually say this is a committee, this is a, uh, a governing body of action, not talk. And, and we're going to continue to do those great things. You know, one of the things I'm really proud of is, uh, you know, and I ran on it, and that's expanding recreation in, in Hamilton Township. We have not expanded recreation in Hamilton in decades. Um, at our biggest complex, the Leapy Complex, um, there are still porta potties that have been in place for 25 years uh, for, for visitors and, and um, individuals to use when they're attending that facility. We are finally, finally, uh, under our direction, uh, building a, a, a new stacks, snack stand, um, dual snack stand for the football and hockey, and uh, new bathrooms. Uh, we should be able to be break, breaking ground any day now. Uh, we're very excited about it. We're through the final permitting process. But that's something I repeatedly hear. Well, we've been talking about that for years. Well, we, we got it done. Uh, you know, our industrial commission, one of the things these gadflies are, are, are promoting out there is, uh, they're talking about how I'm attacking the industrial commission. Well, I gotta tell you, the successes we've seen under this administration and our industrial commission and the realtor that we, we transferred to, uh, with the industrial commission, we're gonna close over three million dollars in land sales. Uh, some are already closed this year. Uh, that all was unanticipated revenue that's gonna go into the township coffers. Uh, not only that, that, we're bringing in good jobs, big, you know, lots of jobs, good paying jobs uh, into our industrial park. So one of the, the lies that are being perpetrated is that I'm attacking the industrial park um, uh, commission. The, the, the truth is, and if you watch the video, you'll see it, and the industrial chairman, Charlie Pritchard, former mayor Charlie Pritchard, just set the record straight on social media that we are transforming the industrial commission to an economic development commission. They've done such a great job. We're about sold out in our industrial park. We're transforming them into an economic development commission so they can not only help continue to sell out the park, but they can help with 
commercial growth throughout the uh, townships, particularly on the western side of town and the parcels that, you know, uh, in in and around the center of town that have not been thought of yet. So, again, that's the reasons why we want to see people get the truth from the videos as opposed to social media. You know, it's always nice when truth is an affirmative defense and you're not trying to pull one over. It's really a strong position to be in. You want people, you're calling for transparency. You want people to see what you're doing. You want them to actually learn what it is you're doing. There's so many examples, and we don't even have time to go into them, where government isn't transparent when they're hiding things and lying to their folks. It is the exact opposite of that. It's very refreshing. And that's why I'm calling for residents uh, to, to view these videos, share them with their neighbors and friends. And it's working because, again, viewership is up uh, substantially, and we want to keep increasing that because, again, an informed uh, public is the best public we can possibly have. How would you say, in terms of promises made versus promises kept, how has your record held up to those words over the past three years? Mayor, I can I can speak for myself. Um, when I run on issues, um, you know, my entire goal is, and if you know, if you recall the first uh, go round, um, once we, uh, you know, I, and I said it, you know, with missing all my son's hockey games, um, and the simple fact was the platform that Rich DeFeo and I ran on at that time, um, you know, we completed all the items on that list, and that's tough to do in three years. I, I got to tell you, one of the things that you notice, you know, I, I'm looking at this saying one more term. Um, there's so many great things. Uh, you know, we have the uh, the Wheaton Project, the, the, which is downtown in our town. That again, I, I listen to my counterparts on the other side say, "Well, we've been talking about that for years." Well, guess what? We're not talking any longer. Uh, we've had great meetings with the developers. We're in the final stage, and we're looking to um, break uh, the news and do a press conference in the very, very near future. Here, by, by the way, by comparison, uh, many people make promises; they don't intend to keep any of them. They just say it to get elected. I always think that's a problem because in your case, three years, if, if or if it's a four-year term or a constitutional officer, five-year term, that all comes around very quickly. And then it's, well, what, you said you were going to do all these things. What did you do? I can tell folks that don't know this because I've spent time in Mayor Kane's office straight ahead, slightly to his left. So it's directly in the wall space prior to where he would walk out or you would walk out if you were a guest in his office on the wall was your first campaign uh, collateral all framed, beautifully matted, uh, because you really meant what you said you were going to do. You didn't hide it. You displayed it. That is absolutely correct. I did that for a reason, because every day when I exited the office, I wanted to see that to remind myself of the commitments that I made to um, the voters that, that overwhelmingly put me in office, uh, you know, several times. So um, that's the same thing with this, you know, with this go around. One of the commitments I made, I made a commitment that those porta potties would be gone at Leapy Track. Uh, and those porta potties, mark my word, are gone. They will be gone in the very near future. Uh, we're through the final permitting stages, and we're ready to, to break ground. So you know, from a sanitary standpoint, I mean, obviously they're better than nothing because you go to an event where there's not even porta potties, and it's it's disastrous. But what an upgrade, and what a difference! Because it doesn't matter how often they're replaced and cleaned, and all these things, and new ones brought in. Uh, it, it is what it is, and it's not a great look. 
And after a short while, you know, they're, you know, they're, I'm not going to gross people out, but they're, they're not, they're not great. They're better than nothing, but they're not great. So that alone, that's a quality of life issue that, um, that I'm sure people will look upon that very, very favorably. Well, and, and you're greeted by them in, in you know at the entrance to our park. Yeah, uh, that makes no sense to me. So no. we're excited about that. We're working on some other uh, improvements to the other recreational fields in the center of town. A uh, really great idea that has just come up. And again, this is a product of people being informed. It's a product of uh, utilizing shared services and talking with the other governmental agencies that you're involved with and striking deals that benefit both agencies uh, or multiple agencies and the taxpayers and ratepayers. So I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, fiscal management, obviously, you can't beat the fiscal management under Republican control. Uh, we have great reserves. I have to tell you, if it wasn't for Hamilton being under Republican control for as many years now as it's been, I don't know that we would have been able to weather the, the, the storm that the pandemic created. Uh, you know, when you, when you have a, a town that loses $30 million in commercial rateables, I don't have to tell you what that does um, uh, to, to your tax rate. Uh, but we managed to get out of this year, uh, 2022, with a zero tax increase on, on uh, the residents. And as I said, you're going to have an, adi- uh, an additional $3 million in unanticipated um, revenue coming in for next year. I See, Mayor, I'm interrupting only because the other side's philosophy can only work in the very best of times, record revenues coming in, because there's going to be record spending going on in the, in the, the lane right next to it. So if you have a downturn, they're not able to survive it. It would be disastrous. Well, that's what we were forced with. Uh, you know, my first term, if you look at, you know, what the township was faced with when, unbeknownst to me, I mean, we knew there were issues that had to be addressed. But, uh, and thank goodness that at that time, Dr. Kesselman got elected at the same time. And we were able to work uh, bipartisanly uh, with the other members of committee, you know, to right the ship uh, that, that that had been, uh, you know, uh, indebted give, under uh, the other parties. Yeah, give, give people, Mayor, an idea of how horrifically bad they they left things. We were outspending revenue by about $7,000 a day. So um, you, when you do the math on that, you can understand the catastrophic um, decisions that we were facing. And, you know, up until that point, you know, it was the typical, oh, we'll furlough, we'll kick the can down the road, we'll just keep, you know, we'll, we'll figure out ways to get around it. And, and you know, we got together as, as, as a, uh, a governing body bipartisanly and said, you know what, enough's enough. Um, it's going to be painful. But we got to right the ship and, you know, we'll pay for we'll we'll reap the benefits in years to come. And we certainly have. Mayor, two minutes. What's your philosophy as mayor relative to surplus having some uh, your philosophy using surplus? What are your thoughts? Well, I, I, listen, I think that uh, in, in this case, uh, I'm always a big fan of having a, you know, a large surplus so that you weather these storms. Again, look how quick the pandemic came up on us. Yes. We never, we, no one ever expected this. So, you know, if your financial sh- uh, house is in order, it helps you uh, weather those things. And, and, and it certainly has. And, uh, um, you know, the township debt is, is record low for a municipality, municipality of our size. And, and we continue to retire debt uh, on an annual basis. So uh, we're very excited about that. Mayor, I have to tell you, I, I enjoy. Obviously, you can. I'm sure you can hear the passion in my voice. Uh, I love, love working for the residents of Hamilton Township, and I, and I ask the listeners that are in Hamilton uh, and, and the surrounding areas go on to Township of Hamilton YouTube, view the last meeting. Uh, if if you have any input.
input, uh, mayor at townshipfromhamilton.com. Feel free to send me your comments. Uh, I will look at them, and maybe I'll even share them on the air. I think it's great. I love the transparency aspect of it, and people want that. And the neat thing about technology is if you don't have time or you don't feel like going out, maybe after a whole day of work or something, uh, now you can keep in touch digitally. I think it's huge. Absolutely, Mayor. Uh, Mayor, I sincerely appreciate this time I get to spend with you and your listeners on Monday morning. And remember, Mayor, it's always a great day to buy a car. At the Auto Plaza at English Creek. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. You have a, have a wonderful week. Thank you. You too. Loved our discussion. The Auto Plaza at English Creek, 6122 East Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township, 609-646-2447 for service parts and sales. On the web, I call it the Virtual Auto Plaza Store at myautoplaza.com. Well, my time has come and gone. We will see you. We've already filed two pieces on the WPG Talk Radio app uh, digital platform. Check them out. One is on it's an exclusive actually on the uh, acting prosecutor and within hours he will be the full confirmed uh, acting gone Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds and 